go, Steve. In three, two, one, action. What's up, Pack? Another episode of the Ask the Pack Leader Show. We are here today. It's an honor. We have the head trainer of TCW, Mr. Todd Langston. Is it OC Pack Life or are you just calling it Pack Life now? No, it's the only reason it was OC is because of uh, website things when I first started it in Orange County. Interesting. So, but then I live in Orange County here. So OC Pack Life is just uh, for the website, but it's Pack Life Canine Behavior Solutions. Awesome. It's the actual name of the business. All right, Todd, why don't you give a little background on yourself um, for, for the people who, for the rare people who don't know you, and let's get going on this. Sorry, guys. We also have a, a guest yes, here. Chris. We also have a guest. I apologize. We have a guest here also. It's Chris. She's going to be asking some questions today. I believe the question was going to be something about starting a business, right? Yeah. Awesome. So, all right, Todd, give us a little bio yeah. on you. Um, I have been working with dogs for 15 years. Uh, it started off as a necessity. Uh, we got a dog and made all the mistakes and ended up with a lot of aggression. And so in the path to find help, I found a, a mentor uh, in Lynn Bokey, who most everybody who's been doing this long enough knows or has worked with. Yeah. Um, it was amazing. And so then started my own business. And from there, you know, a lot of the same stuff everybody does. We're boarding dogs, doing the board and trains, uh, private appointments, group classes, and so forth. And through knowing Colleen, I was fortunate enough to be connected to Caesar. Uh, and so in 2014, I, through a lot of luck and happen chance and, you know, good choice, um, became a trainer for the TCW programs. And so I've been a head trainer since 2014 uh, with Caesar, which is obviously where I know you from. Yep. So we've worked together since then. It's hard to say how many, maybe a thousand students. A um, lot. Yeah, it's been a lot. And it's been an honor really, because over that amount of time, if you quantify it, the amount of time actually working with Caesar is, I mean, it's, it's amazing, it's immense. And you learn something new every time. You know, you're the note taker. You've always got all these little things that are going on. Um, and yeah, you know, it's an honor to be trusted by him, to be honest with you. It's it, for him to trust that we can help him with his mission. And so, you know, I've just continued to do the same thing. My focus now is more education. I've, I've backed out a little bit of having, you know, the boarding dogs and the board and train and all that. It's um, over the years, it's a lot. Yeah. And so I'm in, a, I'm kind of in a phase where I've backed out of that a little bit, but um I'm more into I'm, I'm seminar type of stuff and a little bit more of that type of education. Like the group kind of stuff, more of educating people. Yeah. Edu yeah. Educating, educating people in a group um, as opposed to it always being the one-on-one -on -one appointments. Yeah. I think, and I think also people don't realize what happens at the workshop too, is how, how the students are learning so much from the questions, issues, problems that other students are actually going through. So a lot of times the question that one student asks is the same as I'm thinking that too, you know, I have found if you, I think if I could work with, let's say three couples at a time or three cases at a time in front of me, they could all learn more. Mm -hmm. because it, it's it's so much easier for them to see what they're going through through the others right and, and it's a little more levity to it um you're able to separate yourself from it it seems like from the intimacy of what's really going on right and, and you know in the way we talk the simplicity of the brain going forward or backwards if you have three people there at least two of them are going through the same thing right you know i, I have a whiteboard that i use back here and i love that nice now, if you look at the top one, it says bites hand and like intimacy trigger and some dog aggression. Yeah. I had to erase that exact same list 
from the appointment before to write that list up. So the same exact list. <laughs> and it was the same shit. It was the same dog. Right. Right. And, and so, I mean, it, at some point it's, it's so repetitious. It's, it's easier for people when they're together. I know. And I, and I find like too, like what me and Adam are trying to work on too, is like creating like, whether it's documents or media and stuff to, so to just like, let it live on. So that it's not that repetitious thing of like, all right, let me show you this slip lead and this is how it goes on. And da, 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 da. cause that's the part for me that even though we like educating people, it's like how many, like for the 5,000th time, this is how the lead goes, on, you know, like that could just be one video and done. Yeah. Well, the thing that I think has helped me a lot with training and something new is to, I'm the best student I've ever been because I honor the simplicity of the tiny things. Right. And so when I'm working with somebody and you start to see that they just want to skip over these tiny things and get to something deeper. And it's like ah, always yes. bringing something back to the most basic component of something and, and not trying to do a lot of things well, but just do one or two things yes. super, super well. And in and, and working that process, you know, being doing this for so long, you forget it. It's, it's there, but it's not as front and center. Now I'm doing something new and trying to learn something. It's like, oh, shit, every little detail matters, you know, and then watching yourself and, and how you see yourself and how you feel like you see yourself are always different. So watching yourself on video has been super helpful. Um, so yeah, teach the masses. The other thing is, is what, what people don't realize about being around other people is how the energy of all is like, like each group has its own energy. That's there. And when we do the TCW workshop, the energies is different of the whole group. It's like, this is the um, emotional group. This is the hands-on group. This is the, we want to do more, but we're not ready for a group. Like, you know what I mean? Like each one of those. And what you said was a huge one. I think is for anybody aspiring to work with dogs is, and what a perfect one. Cause I know Chris is once is going to be talking about something with that is working with dogs is learning the details. How many people that I see where in the early years wanting to skip steps is like, okay, great. I learned how to put the leash on what's next. That psychology alone or that mindset is a, is like to me, uh, let's see, when are we going to predict the bite's going to happen on a real bad one? You know what I mean? Just skipping, skipping, skipping. And there's so much value in the amount of time putting a leash on a dog, putting the leash on the dog, you know? That was emphasized by Lynn. Yeah. You know, I- Lynn's great with that, of of the details, the details of how important every fucking detail is. That's like something I'm so grateful for him for was how important every little step of the way is where- you see it all over. People are just telling skip steps. All right, you learned how to like walk a dog. Now just go work with rehab cases. What? You know, like it's, I see it and I see people giving advice after, even after TCW, they're students and they're giving advice. And I'm like, I, for me, sometimes I'm like, it's a little bit too soon, I think, to be giving advice. Just go into it, be immersed in it, learn the details, learn the real stuff and really get into it and then move forward. And if you want to advise and do all that stuff, but master it, you know? It's a, we're a different, it's a, we're a knowledge nation now. There's an information nation, but it doesn't mean experience. So there's right. a big difference between knowledge and experience. So a lot of Huge. people say these words, they say these phrases, they say it in the right order, they say it in the right way. And then when you see them touch a dog or work with a dog, what they're saying and what they're doing don't line up. Huge. Such a big point. That's what, you know, this whole thing with energy, what really is happening is like what you're thinking, what you're saying, what you're doing lines up. And when a lot of these trainers ask me, hey, you know, what would you say here? What you do to me, it's learn what to do and then you'll know what to say mm-hmm. right That's so really if, good. You, if you come at it from just knowing what to say at first i think we all do it a little bit but if, if you practice and you know what to do all the different ways to explain it come to you the words are there yeah it's a great you know point. I mean? That's a really great point. And that's to me like the academia too. You know, it's funny. I did something funny today. I have a, a girl who worked with me. She went to vet school, 
right? And she's going to vet school. And I actually said to her, I said, like, hey, I, you know, I still like to stay in contact with you. She's going to stay in San Diego, do the vet thing. And I said to her, I was like, I hope you haven't been too corrupted by academia and just have your head inside of a book. I hope you have your hands on dogs. I hope you're walking dogs. I hope you're volunteering. Because that's the stuff that really, really matters to me is like being able, like you said, being able to know. I just saw Hercules walk by. This is to, to being able to know. I, <laughs> the best. Being able to know what to do and being able to be in it. It's so true. And not just know the words of it, the actual experience. You're, you're 100% right. You see the people talk, 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 talk. And then it's like, hey, can I see you? Like, just walk, like, just see you with your dog. And you're like, wait, so you don't really understand it. You know what they'll say, but you don't really understand it. It's because, because like you said to me, like Caesar always says, feeling is understanding. Just saying it and looking at it and intellectually, that's one thing. But feeling it is the true understanding as far as I'm concerned. Well, and that's being, getting older too, you know, I'm wisdom 15 years and, you know, I've had a, a child and, you know, moved into different houses and done different things. And as you go through those experiences, it changes what you know. So right. your knowledge changes based on what your experiences are. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I could tell people how to help a dog with a child, but when I raise the child with dogs in a business and having your kid around these dogs you're working with and all these different things, it's a totally different experience. That same knowledge is now applied differently when you go in and help. So there's, there's no replacement for experience. And technically you should be learning from every dog you touch. So your, your situation should be teaching you every single time. Yep. And you know, I don't see that. I see that people think there's an answer out there, a more intellectual base, as opposed to uh, it's in front of you. Right. You know? it's right. Learning to assess it. It's learning to understand the process you're going through and the outcome of it. And what does it look like? Right. And, and can you tell the difference from what you wanted it to be and how you put pressure on it and what it ended up be because of the pressure you put on it? Right. And these, these, the boards that I've had have all been dogs that are stuck in real hard avoidance, which is, I think, the hardest for people because yeah. these dogs are so, it, they're so, uh, and they're just locked in avoidance. And, uh, you know, and people know. don't understand, just understanding that psychology part of it. So, one thing I wanted you to say before we go to Chris was uh, like just about intention about with, I wanted you to bring this up about your intention about how you, what you did to become the Caesar trainer. Like what was it? That whole thing. I love that. Cause Caesar, cause Todd tells a group every time about this thing. And it's a really, really important one for me about mindset because one thing I just want to say before you say it is the thinking thing, right? Thinking. I tell people, look, if you want to think, you're thinking you're not really in the moment. So if you're going to be doing that thinking thing, think about the shit you want to have happen, not the things that you don't want to have happen. Because that's going to be creative. It's manifestation, right? So think about what it is that you want. But Todd, tell them how you, what your intention was. Yeah. Um, based on being where I was when I learned this, uh, I was in Southern California. And the, the person that taught me had a direct connection to Caesar. And so all along, I had this kind of indirect, you know, association or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. with Caesar. And in my mind early on, and I used to tell my wife this after a year or two, I told my wife two things. One is that Caesar's going to want me to work with him and I'm going to be on Oprah. Well, nobody's on Oprah anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I just kept You got the better one as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Well, and the way I said it too is that Caesar, I said, Caesar's going to want me to work with him. And this is what comes up when we talk about Yoa's intention. Right. And, and the thing that was interesting is that I had all these opportunities to get a chance to meet him. And in my mind, I'm like, I just want to watch him work. And I just want to just be around him. I don't even need to ask him questions, but I just want to get this opportunity to be around him. And I had all these opportunities, even when I moved to Orlando through uh, Martin Dealey. Yep. You know, I knew Martin and Martin was close with Caesar. And I had all these opportunities, but I didn't take it. And then I, 
I got one. I was on a golf course. Uh, and it was just a message saying, Caesar wants to meet you. He, he's got your bio in front of him and he wants to meet you. It was the most obscure thing. Boom. I fly out a few days later. There's a one question interview. I'm there with another trainer. He's got, the I remember of both of you for that, by the way. <laughs> well, it was, yeah, it was interesting. We walk out, he goes, what comes first energy or body language? And, and the other guy couldn't even answer the question. And, and then he looks at me and I answer, I said, you know, energy, it comes from inside and then you project it out and you know, you would be able to see it through body language or movement or so forth. And that was it. That was the question. And the reason I was there was not actually to work there. It was because I was being uh, asked to work in Florida at, the, at Monica's place. Right. That's right. Right. So this is where the intention part really kicked in. And so I was being asked to work with Monica. So after I met with Caesar, I went down and interviewed with Monica and Monica didn't want to hire me because I, I lived too far away and she didn't want to hire me. Right. But part of this whole deal was I, I was told that there was a spot to go audit one of these workshops and she was supposed to pay for it. But once she didn't want to hire me, that's, that was taken like the payment part. Right. Right. And right. I, I said, fuck it. I said, this is it. And so I paid my way out there and all I was, was a silent auditor, but I handled dogs because I would go get dogs and handle them back and forth and so forth. And then on the, on the way out, I got a text message and they said, um, things went well. You, you've been asked to come back and be the head trainer for somebody that had to step away. And I went, holy crap. And it was supposed to be for one. And so all of those moments of me believing in it and me making the choice and me moving forward and me thinking in positive, like I can, I, A, I can do this. I want to do this. This is going to happen. You start to know what choices to make. Well, that one, that one appointment or excuse me, that one workshop turned into whatever, 50. I now put all the education together. You know, I've traveled the world with them and it's the intention behind it. And I said, Caesar is going to want me to work with him. And that was the case. And, you know, Yoa's just as strong, but was, we're going to be friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so even, even though, I don't even know if you know mine, I was like, I'm going to go there. I'm going to learn from this dude. I'm going to go show this guy how well-trained my dog is. (laughs) (laughs) And she was fucking trained, dude, but she was not, she was not balanced when I brought her there. And that's what I learned about the whole thing. And I think what he liked about me was my openness to be like, what about me? I want to like, know this shit. He's like, that's a guy who will look within. Ah, bring this guy to volunteer. Let's see. You know, that's a, people don't realize how, how it actually happened for us. And it really is in the mindset. I think people think it was like a whole crate. Like we did this and we applied and then we, did, it was just like kind of happened. And that's what Caesar is like. If it fits and the energy and the universe wants it, he's going to make it happen. And he says over and over again, I can teach you about dogs. It's if you have the energy. That's right. You can say that he's completely convinced. If I, if I have people around me, I can help them learn about the dogs. I had a conversation with him recently about the energy and he was saying like, he said, Hey, from this point forward, anyone who's coming into our pack, cause dude, you know, the people who come in, anyone who's new, we're a pack and we're like assessing we're evaluating and we, we put pressure when needed. We take pressure off as needed and stuff. But he was saying like, from this point forward, the energy needs to come in. Correct. I'm no longer going to bring people in and try to make their energy what I want it to be. He's like the dog thing. I can teach them. That's we know that stuff, but they have to come in with correct energy or come in with energy. That's going to, going to be able to be like an open mindedness. Like I had in the thing of like, what can I do to be better? You know, I want to be better. I'm seeing this, I'm looking at it and I'm going to put serious effort into my own self, you know? All right, Chris, we have you in the background for long. So you got to hear Todd talking about his story. I don't know if you know my story about uh, starting my business, but why don't you tell us a little about yourself? I know Chris, she's been following the pack leader page for quite some time. We've done video calls. We've chatted through messages that people are shocked when I actually answer in the messages. (laughs) (laughs) 
So why don't you introduce yourself, Chris? Welcome to the Ask the Pack Leader Show. Thanks, guys. Um, I'm Chris. I'm up here in Scotia, Canada in yet another snowstorm. Um, from Toronto, though. So, hey, guys. Thank you for having me, Steve. This is awesome. And I thought of like 9 million things while you guys were talking. So, yeah. Okay. Um, Todd, how much time do you have? Uh, I'm working from home, so whatever we need. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the reason I wanted to come on the podcast is like Steve said, I was talking to him and I wanted to start a, a dog walking thing for a long time and fully just want to do the dog walking. Like you guys were talking about it and I was listening. I'm not looking to do the rehab thing. I'm not looking to jump in with both feet. Like, I just want to start, you know, like I know what I know. I know where I'm at. Like, I, I don't know. I just want to start. And I, I've been feeling that for a really long time, but I also work full-time with people, which I kind of love, and I feel that's going to help me with the dogs, but I don't know anyone around here or, yeah, who's really done it, like, who understands dog psychology and even the energy bit, like, I, I feel alone in it other than the support of the pack, and that's, I think that's partly what's been stifling me, that, and I'm a natural back of the pack, I think. And so my like life growth is working on my confidence and my self-esteem and I can fake it with people, but you can't fake it with animals. Mm -hmm. And I'm a horse person as Steve knows. So that's also been helping me a lot too. Um, during the pandemic, like when you guys were talking about knowing the information, right? Like you can know it and then you can do it, blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking, I'm like, yeah, I've been like training, working with and competing and working with those in the horse world for like 25 years. So I can go and like do a masterclass online and I get it because it's instincts. Like you always say, Steve, so I can do that and go like a horse and do it because it's instinct. But with the dogs, like I've worked with a few, but not like you guys, you know what I mean? So I can, I can work on my energy and which I have been, and that's been fucking awesome. <laughs> like just following you guys and Caesar and a bunch of other people, like, that alone has helped me and with the horses and dogs, but I still feel alone and like kind of looking for advice on how to do that, I guess. Todd, you want to go first? Sure. Now, like, what is it that you're hoping to get out of this? So you said you want to, everybody, this Good question. is the people that come in with the dog walking angle. Mm -hmm. Is it, is it trying to get your foot in the door with dogs or have you had a lifelong dream of walking a bunch of dogs all day? Okay, good question. <laughs> there's very good question. Yeah, there's a few reasons. One is I really want to be able to put like this this passion into play. So selfish, like lifelong ambition kind of thing. Two, uh, I don't know how to explain it. I want to figure out if I want to move away from because I work in mental health and addictions and I do love it, but I haven't done like the hands on with the dogs. You know what I mean? So I want to figure out like where, what. Well, you said you're a back of the pack. Yeah. Right? So yeah. If, you're, if you're going to work with dogs and you're going to, you want to go in and actually work with dogs, well, you're, yeah. you're going to have to know where the limit lies with what you can work with. Okay. So yeah. that's when you can't sure. help dogs, but you can only help certain kinds of dogs. Okay. And, and if, sure. you're, if you're looking to, to work with dogs and get out of a certain profession and go into another, there's a lot of ways to monetize dogs, right? Yeah. You yeah. can board dogs, you can groom dogs, you can um, walk dogs, you can train dogs. The training angle is the smallest 
as far as if you were to look right. at the business side of it, the training side for people is the least profitable until you get to certain points. Right. Right. Where, where the amount that you can charge is different. But right. for the most part, let's say that you're a very kind, loving, caring person and you can put a lot of attention into a dog. You know, people don't have a hard time paying a hundred bucks a night to have you board a dog versus, yeah. you know, 20 bucks an hour to walk. You know what I mean? So, walk yeah. dog. so it's really be yeah. because once you get in it, it <laughs> there's a there's a lot of moving parts to working with dogs and people, they, they see the passion part, but as soon as you get in it, it is still work. For sure. And, and, and knowing sure. What, what your uh, ability to, to give and take in that situation is important. And that's what I'm saying. Think about what is it you're trying to do? Work with dogs, make money with dogs. Yeah. Because, you know, I will. Thanks for that, Todd. And you anything to like, again, to go back to the horse world, I did in my twenties, I went, back and forth between things and always went back and forth to horses and like moved up the ladder in that industry and eventually to figure out that I don't want to work like yeah horses are my passion I figured out I didn't want to work full-time in that industry like I figured it out and I'll admit that wasn't for me at the end of the day learned a lot worked with a lot of pros so thankful for my experience but you know that's what I learned from that um and with the dog thing, like, I also want to learn that too, but admittedly, I'm also setting a goal, like a personal goal of, um, paying off some student loans in order to get my own horse and doing something I love to do that. Like, that's a part of it too. So like being fully transparent, there's a few moving parts for me personally behind it too. So, yeah. <clears throat> what, okay. So I would say that dog walking is an amazing place to start. It's where I started, right? But I went into dog walking. Just understand this. Like, so people saw yeah. me with that big pack when I had back in the day. It was all the bully breeds and all these aggressive, because that's all I could get. But yeah. at that time, I, uh, like, I didn't really know myself. But I just happened to be someone who was like not worried about confrontation with, about any mm -hmm. of that shit. So I had no issue about being like telling a dog, like, be quiet and you're going to walk this way. So, I, so, so like for me, I could do that. And I, it's something that I wasn't conscious about. I just ended up lucking out that, I found something that worked for me with that, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but you don't have to do what I did of walk these fucking Tatanka and Bishop and Maddie and all these shepherds yeah. and all this thing. Like, there's nothing yeah. wrong in my opinion of, look, what I, what I would say is I'm big on these days is really understanding the self, which is understanding life, right? Yeah. And then you can use a dog to assist that, of course. Yeah. But it can't be just like learning through the dogs. So that's the thing that I'm trying to like get people yeah. to see more and more is... People are like, yeah, like even the shirt that we have on, it says lead your dog, lead your life. We were talking about before, right? <laughs> yes, but we have to be able to do the work ourselves and understand the self. Really look at shit though. Like not in a way of like, um, yeah, 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 I know I have anxiety anyway. And then run away from it. Yeah. Cause that's like, okay, yeah, you have anxiety. You're just anxious about your anxiety in case that person saw that, you know? So my thing is like to actually stay, don't run away fearful of anxiety let's stay there and look at this anxiety thing and understand it because that's you that's your life yeah. right yeah and because the point is what todd's point is the dog's gonna fucking know that in one second whether you don't know or not it doesn't make a difference the dog knows it's honest it's gonna be 100 yeah. ah you're weak i'm taking over in a second right yeah. <laughs> so yeah. then being able to be able to understand that and feel that so what we always recommend with the students at at training season is when you're getting started, pick easier dogs. Caesar calls them low dogs. Just pick low dogs, ones that and master them. Like, to, like yep. you could be the master of back of the pack, uh, slightly fearful dogs 
and you take yeah. over the whole fucking game of doing that yeah. specific thing. Because I can tell yeah. you, there are mul- multiple millions of those dogs all over the fucking globe right now. Yeah. And that's, I'll, I'll say that sometimes too, to like a couple of my friends who know how passionate I am about this stuff. And I'll say to them, like I've said, Steve, I'm like, I'm not looking to take on like fucking rehabs or aggressive cases. Like I do, I am not looking to do that. Right. And I know that. Neither, like, am, in- neither am I as much anymore, just so you know. I don't think Todd is. Yeah. Right on. So yeah, I, like, we, we did it. We did it. We've done it. Me and Todd have, have yeah. rehabbed some fucking crazy ass dogs over the years, right? Right. Both of us are moving out of it. Why? Because at least I can speak for myself. On mine, it was a zero. It was a the math didn't work for me. Not about the not about just the um, not about just the finances. Like finances, it didn't yeah. really work as much either. But. What what the math doesn't work out is all right. So I'm, we're rehabilitating this one dog for yeah. eight weeks, twelve weeks, whatever the fuck this thing is. How many yeah. puppies just got born? How many dogs just went into shelter? How many of these people didn't get educated about it? So, like probably thousands, millions, whatever it is, and one dog. Yeah. So I was like, so so we're not going to make a change. We're just going to keep this thing going, and we'll help a few dogs. So I was like, how can we go to right. the beginning? One thing I would say, fuck. Like, what about puppies? Like, I mean, that's the beginning yeah. of the whole thing. God, like, like there's no. Look, there are puppies that can bite and shit, but like, I'm, the, the the risk is very low with puppies, but it's very, 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 very important. Like for anyone watching the show, Todd, I'm sure you'll say thing. People do not understand how important puppy imprint period is. They waste the whole fucking thing. Yeah. They play games, they pet it, they joke around, they think it's a big joke, Ooh. and then by the time that shit's over with, they go, okay, so what do we have to do now? It's like, ah, uh, the door closed. What are you talking? Like, yeah. now you're in now you're in recovery mode right now, and go call yeah. Todd because he's gonna have to help you rehab this dog at this point. You know. <laughs> So that's it's another one is even learning puppies and stuff, like being able to maybe yeah. go to a shelter and say, I'm going to bring this puppy. I'm going to raise this puppy for the first month. That'd be cool. You know, like I'm going to reforce this puppy for a month. And then my plan is, but then the issue is with that is the emotional side of it. You have to be prepared for that because no. that puppy with you for a month, it's like, I don't want to let him go. <laughs> I love him. And then they, then your whole thing is over with at that point, you know? So yeah. can you, do you have to be honest with yourself and say, emotionally, can I handle that to be able to let this dog go after I invested all this time into it? And I think that's another piece that I'm learning to like through following you guys and Caesar and just dog psychology stuff and learning about myself. Like I've said a few times on here, that's the part that I'm, I just growth process, like in, in my job before I, cause I, a professional peer support worker in addictions and mental health, which is based off lived experience. So in a very big nutshell, my job is to be on the reel with people and to relate to them and support them and stuff. But in the background of that, like, we need to be okay to do that, right? Like, you can't give what you can't have. So in the past, like... What do you mean by that? Can you say that again? What do you mean by that? Okay, so we always use the the corny term. I make fun of myself. Like, you can't pour from an empty cup, right? So you can't give what you don't. I see, I see, I see. I understand. Right? So um, in the background of my job that, like, my clients don't see... I'm constantly working on myself. Like I'm constantly growing. Like, what does that mean? What do you do? Yeah. Yeah. What What do I, I was just, I was just going to go into that. So first of all, I've learned to put me first, which I didn't. And in my twenties, like, instead of doing healthy things, I was really unhealthy. (laughs) To make a very long story short. Like I went through addictions, you know, like recovering opiate addict. Like I used to say, like, I have depression. I have anxiety that rules my life. And sort of as I've moved through my thirties, I'm like, well, you could use all that as an excuse or you could figure your shit out. And yeah, so that's what I've done. But in the present moment, Todd, to answer your question, 
what I do is I put myself first, but not in a selfish way. Like before putting myself first was like, avoid, I'm not going to pay bills. I'm not going to answer you and da, 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 stuff like that. Right. And so now I'm like, the way I put myself first is I do stuff that like sets my soul on fire, like fucking follow Steve and follow Caesar and like try and do shit with myself and my dog. I don't feel selfish for going to the barn and training horses or doing stuff like that, getting out in nature, like healthy stuff. Right. You meditate. That I try. I'm not good at it. That's what, 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 what does that mean? Okay. So one, a growth thing for me, I was just talking about yesterday. You're working with somebody and they use the word try. What do you tell them? I tell me, I tell them, what does that look like? What do you mean? Yeah. Try is really not a commitment. Yeah. My, my issue is tries, tries like you're like, I'm going to this place, but there may be like an exit on the way like that. I could just right. get out if I need to. Right. So my, I know my issue with meditating and I was just talking about it yesterday. It's a huge thing. I need, I, I'd like to work on is silence. I have a really hard time with pure silence. Mm. Is it? So when somebody yeah. tells me they're working on themselves, like the reason I'll say, what are you doing is because yeah. I'm typically going to hear subjective measures or I'm going to hear right. abstract more, yeah. more tangible measures. Yeah. Right. Right. And I, and I think they're both important because I like, I have a, I have a, I have somebody I talk to, right. So I have mm-hmm. to talk to somebody so I can hear the patterns of my thoughts. And so yes. I actively before, you know, 45 minutes ago, I was doing a breathing ritual sitting right here on the couch. So I was doing yeah. something that has active measures of bringing down mental and physical things. The focus of it was to help my side. I actually made this whole session about trying to focus on seeing if I could, you know, focus my, my, my recovery energy, if you will, into my side, right? Is it hocus pocus? Everybody's got their own two cents. Mm -hmm. I can definitely say, if you believe you're going to make yourself heal faster, you will, you know, Mm -hmm. if you give yourself that belief and it goes back to the intention part. And so when anybody says they try to meditate, typically it's, the brain's too busy, which is the yeah. whole point of needing to meditate. Yeah. So by putting yeah. The, you you want to make be selfish for yourself, which is great. What meditation does is it puts more space in there to allow yourself to be with yourself calmly. If right. if, if you can't sit still in, in quietness, you mm. you won't be able to create calmness. Okay, calmness is, in dogs is taught by the pack, and humans, since we're not calm, we don't teach calmness. So you have to actively teach calmness if you want to be calm. You can never say, I'm going to go calm down if you haven't taken yes. 15 minutes every day and practice calmness. And then yeah. by understanding that simple concept, what you do is you learn how to teach them to be calm. And then you take yeah. calmness just like a human. I, my education is in psychology. I've worked with counselors that use the same fight, flight, avoidance, surrender, the, the, even the verbiage. And yeah. then the thing is, is if the brain's always moving, it's hard for you to, to teach it to sit still like this, right? And, and, and ultimately, you're never really accepting because you don't want right. to you don't want to sit you don't want to sit and be with yourself ultimately, right? right? right. And, and yeah. To achieve that is really where a lot of this, like Steve is talking about, and this is the personal growth Steve is always going through. Me and him do a lot of the same the same stuff. I mean, yeah. similar ways we pass stuff back and forth as far as breathing or meditating or the way we eat. I've gotten a lot of diet help from Steve and yeah. you know, I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little further along in this than some of them. And so like, I'll go through things before they were on a kind of a career basis. And we passed, it's amazing what we share experience wise, but what we all have that we all do 
is we have this center we bring ourselves back to, mm -hmm. like a true physiological and emotional center. So to really, truly, I believe, I believe yeah. to get your spot, get yourself in a space to be able to effectively, I don't even want to say work with dogs. Let's just say yeah. be with dogs. Yeah. You have to be able to sit and be with yourself. And, and that means being able to, to, for whatever measures, that mean that you have to talk to people to be able to clear the thoughts in addition to, you know, making sure you're drinking decaf. And then in addition to making sure you're doing your breathing activities, it's different for everybody, but yeah. And I, I found yeah. that it's kept me somewhat sane in life. You know, I've come from a, yeah. a, a family background that's got a lot of, you know, anxieties and different stuff in it. And I've, I've been able to successfully navigate it in, the funny thing is the accountability has been the dogs and, and actually a lot, the students and Caesar over the years. Yeah. When you say you're working on yourself, really practice something that allows you to shut everything down, uh, yeah. allows you to influence your own physio physiology. Me and Steve are huge into the Wim Hof stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the breathing that I was doing. And those are the things yeah. that I was able to gain control in some yeah. senses, but, it, but in a almost passive way, I'm a, that's the thing I've learned the, the most is that yeah. the greatest control comes from when you're not trying to be in control. Control comes yeah, from you. Totally. That's a great one. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's my two cents. And, you know, you can hear your passion. You can hear where you're going with this. And I respect what you do and where you've been because, you know, I understand behavior. And ultimately all behavior is – is the way an addiction works all everything a dog does is just a patterned behavior the same way we yeah. do we have a lot to yeah. offer people but yeah. you know what i mean you have a lot to offer in the way that we learn how to do things the good things and the bad things but one more step i think could be what kind of clears whatever remaining hurdles you feel because you're you shouldn't yeah. have there shouldn't be a hurdle if you need if you need our help to, for you to do this it's you're reaching in the wrong direction there shouldn't be an this should be something that you feel from the inside and you go, i'm gonna do this i'm gonna take this chance for this reason i'm gonna walk dogs or board dogs that's you're using that as a distraction you know it's more right. like let's just get the fuck in it yeah and, and the direction right. come from that you're right and thank you for that i'm like in awe of everything you just said and that's what happens when Todd speaks, just so everybody knows. Um, What's that? <laughs> I said that's what happens when Todd speaks. Everyone's in. Uh, holy shit, uh, that was deep. That was fucking sick. It, it, it was. It no, was, but you, that was great info for real. Yeah, and you had this. I don't know if this was your intention, but you had this way of calling me on my shit that I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like we have that ability at times. But remember, like, like, we've been doing this shit for years and years and years of having yeah. to understand people. So we've heard all the, look, I feel like we've been like, I would love to like sit down with a psychiatrist and be like, so what have you seen? Like, I want to like talk about this because yeah. I've been, we've been seeing patients for the last fucking, I've been seeing patients for 12 yeah. years every single day, yeah. you know? And, yeah. and we're seeing them in a different way, by the way. We're seeing them in the real, more intimate way inside their home, or they bring their dog there, where they be them true self, totally, not this like yeah. you know. And then they try to say, "Well, blah blah blah," you know. Anyway, the other thing that yeah. he said about, sorry, go ahead, Todd. Disappointment on the board. The people yeah. out here, the dude was so avoidant. He couldn't. I even said this at the end. I go, "You've been one of the hardest students." I go, "You look down the entire time. You wouldn't look up. You wouldn't look me in the eye." So this guy lives in a state of avoidance. His dog yeah. lives in a state of avoidance. So this is what I mean by being mm -hmm. able to. To be able to yes. go, it's not, it's not judge it. It's just, you know, can you go to acceptance because you want to? Right. Yes. No, I, I took that in. I didn't feel judged and it 
actually feels like you do what I do for a living. Like that was really, really cool. We are doing this a very similar thing. We're real. We, we, yeah. Yeah. Through it you in, through are. It I always think that you, you guys really are. And, but it's funny the the breathing stuff before I came on, I was doing the box breathing. Yeah. Have you heard of yeah. So I was doing that before we came on. Cause again, with the anxiety. And so I was doing that a little bit and yeah, that's definitely an area. And I have a good buddy, Steve, he's my coworker. We're best friends. And he does like actively practices and says a lot of the same stuff that you do and say, so it's, it's just really cool. Like it's a good reminder to me too. And Steve knows this. I don't know if you remember Steve, but I have what I think. And Steve, you had said this too. I don't know if you remember. I know you have like a million people. Um, what I believe to be a friend of the pack dog. So you get the dog you need, not the dog you want. Um, and he's over 12 years old now. And I could be wrong, but without taking up any time, I, I think that's the case. And so it's an interesting combination. And I totally fucked up for the first long time of his life. And anyway. But are you grateful that you can see that or not? Or do you feel like... Yeah. Okay, so you feel good about that? Yeah. Okay, good, good. I'm, I'm glad I saw it. a lot of people will, will, will flood themselves with guilt with that shit, which means they just live in the past, which means they're not living in the moment with their dog. I did, I did for a minute. Yeah, and, it's normal. Yeah, and part of the way that I screwed him up too was actually due to guilt from a previous dog. Right. And that was on me, on my shit, and it didn't work out. It's big growth, like, though, to see that shit. Work out, but it's big what's growth. that? I said it's big growth to see that shit, though. Yeah, that's why I love it, Steve. Yeah. That, that's why I love it. Like, he's still to this day, like, on the daily he's a teacher for me. Like, yeah, we have our routines and blah, 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 but he's, I don't know. You know what I want to say also real quick was about when Todd mentioned about meditating, I think what it is yeah. also what I've learned about meditation is the practice. It's like the practice for the performance really. Cause the performance yes. is life is actually yes. real fucking life. So what I, what I've been saying a lot, Todd, and I think this is good. We have to tell the students this shit too, is when we're doing these meditations, don't remember, don't feel like this is a place you go do that meditation. And then you just go Ooh. fucking for 23 and a half hours and do whatever the hell you want. That's not what it, way it works. It's supposed right. to be the lessons learned within there of attention. Like what Todd, you were saying, like you're working on your back or whatever. I'm bringing attention there. He's practicing being in the moment and bringing attention to a part of his body right there. Right. So that's the same thing of bringing attention to the self, bringing attention to what's happening with this dog. There, it's attention, and the attention is the moment, right? Yeah. So my point is, what I've been doing so much of lately, Todd, you're going to see me in March doing this shit. You're like, here he goes again. But I'm literally going like this. I just caught myself. I just saw that, and I'm going to stay with this for one second. I caught, and it'll be something like I found myself getting frustrated, getting annoyed, getting angry, getting fearful, getting whatever, and I don't let myself just avoid it and run away because avoidance is the fear of it. Yeah. I'm scared to look at this shit. The fear of the unknown, right? Yes. So it's yes. like, I don't want to look at that thing. But then you're, I said this the other day. I was like, think about the fear of the unknown. You're actually fearful about being fearful. So therefore you're yeah. like, I'm not going to go towards that fear. Yeah. So fear, fear, it's just fear everywhere. But then yeah. you just look at that thing. So what's there? And then don't judge that shit. Don't condemn it. Don't justify it. Don't any of that. So I see anxiety. I'm looking at it. I'm going to stay with it and look at that thing. And I'm not talking about like looking at it through the eyes, like looking no. at it from like your, like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's the real shit. That's really been helping me lately of, of more and more of like realizing like, cause like that, the, the thing I love about Wim Hof, which is different than the meditations. It's like such a physical thing that you're, you're, you're basically forced into like dealing with your mind. 
into your thoughts and all your bullshit because the shower is that it's like all the fucking bull. Oh, maybe I won't do it. Uh, wow. Running out and all that, you know, it's all yeah. the breathing of holding your breath. Like you feel, you literally, if you're doing it correctly, feel like you're going to die. It feels like dying. You're, you're running out of air. Da, da, da. Can you keep your composure in the face of death is really what's happening. Mm. So you really learn. The body's learning to deal with that too. So it's yes. learning to do the adrenaline spike without a movement to it. Without it. Right. And it's, you know, I, I read a book early on. I love golf. It was called Zen Golf. And it's the same thing. It's the ability to draw information from what happened and what's in front of you as opposed to it being judgment-based. Yeah. The moment yeah. you become pulled into a judgment base, the emotion removes the assessment. And it, and that's the part right. that, you know, I, I have somebody that helps me break down how I see relationships because I'm, mm-hmm. I recognize, and this is where people who even think they've got a lot of things figured out. I mean, you realize mm-hmm. until somebody else is helping you, you don't always see it. And this yeah. guy, was, he, he was a student. He comes to me and he goes, well, who's your coach? And I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, in my life, all the good coaches have coaches. Yes. And at that moment, yes. it makes sense. I dismissed it. And then, you know, a few months later, it transpired, well, yeah, he is, you know? So, and, and he's, he's a perfect fit for me because of just his energy, but I'm a, I'm very open with myself. So what is, thought, is, it, is this a golf, is this like a golf coach or a, uh, a regular life coach? He's, he's a performance coach, but he's like a counselor. He's not a, he's not a licensed like psychiatrist, right. but he actually trains psychiatrists through what he does, but he's like you know, he's professional athletes and he helps business people. He just helps people be better people. Just the yes. same thing we're talking Love about. It. And really what it comes yeah. down to, you sit down with somebody like this and, and you allow him to ask you questions and, and a, you know, you offer your information in a very honest way. It's amazing what you can miss and why you're stuck in a loop. And as much as I pay attention to myself and as much as I'm aware of what I do, I wasn't aware of certain things I was doing. And and so you, and again, let's just go back to the simplicity of what behavior is. And this is the part I wish people honored more is people think they have control of things they don't and they don't know when to give up control because you can't control it. Right. And so a few times you're going to repeat it until there's some recognition of what you're doing. And yeah. sometimes you can find it on your own, which is rare. And sometimes mm. it takes somebody else. But, you know, this oh, yeah. guy was that thing. And, and I think being able to stand back and have lack of judgment. We're actually, this guy's coming and he's, he's speaking, Steve, uh, at the next fundamentals on self-compassion, self-love, self-forgiveness. Oh. Because it, Love it. our students beat themselves up. And one of the differences between us and them and, and what they don't even realize with Caesar on stage is that where the student thinks they failed, we just recognize it didn't work and move to something different. And, right. and so there's a, there's a, an objectiveness to using information versus getting caught up in, in the feeling of it. And that's the biggest difference between who's getting through it successfully and who doesn't. And I, yeah. and I think finding ways to lose judgment, to lose that. Yeah. Right. And that's one of the things we avoid too, is because we're about, we know we're about to be ex- exposed you yeah, know, we're about yeah. to all the shit's about to come out, and so yeah, we move away. The brain is yeah. its very job yeah. is to avoid discomfort. Yeah, so we're That's- amazing at it, and so you recognize it. And this is something interesting you said about the back. And this is to me what the problem with the current social climate today is: is that we're following the decisions of the back. 
And when you follow mm. the back, the back always moves away from pressure. Mm. That's it's because you're sensitive. So you're naturally going to move away from pressure because that's what's right. Now, the other thing, the problem is, is those decisions are being made on that. So instead of mm. facing something, we remove the pressure, right? Now, the fronts understand that there's going to be pressure, but they face it. And so you move right. through it. As soon as you move through it, you know how to deal with the pressure. So the backs get stuck and the fronts move forward. And that's the difference is you don't have to be a front for that, but you have to understand yeah. at what point you can no longer move forward. Yeah. And if you're not facing that, that's what we see with students. That's what we see with people. That's what we see with dogs. People don't force, and force isn't the right word. People don't help their dog get through fight, flight, avoidance to find surrender. So they get stuck the same way they do with themselves. And Can I say one thing? Can I just say one thing real quick, Todd? I just want to make the point that Todd meditated right there and he caught him saying, enforce is not the right word. He's looking at that. It's attention to his own words. That's meditation to me. What you just did there. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, that's one where yeah. you're, you're, yeah. you're saying words, but it's like, that's actually not the right word. I'm looking at that. I'm seeing that I'm here in this moment. And you're not thinking about last week and next tomorrow I got a session and da da da. You're seeing the self. I started to interrupt, yeah. but go ahead. No, I mean that that's, yeah. I just want to make that point. This is, this is where we want to end up. We don't, everybody thinks they want to be happy, but happiness is not really the achievement to me. It's this, it's peace, it's surrender, it's acceptance. It's being able to find, that but isn't that like that's a choice right like happiness is a choice too it's not like a shouldn't be a a goal i used to think that too but like my shirt says choose happy be kind like you know i i think it's a choice but you touched on um like the comfort zone thing too right and that's something i've been trying to acknowledge with myself too is getting out of comfort zone you know like they say life begins where your comfort zone is kind of thing and so I've been trying to like for example again I told Steve this with the horse industry landscape where I lived yep I'm listening okay isn't like the discipline that I've worked and competed and grew up in blah 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 and so I've been having to really either struggle and feel defeated or fucking do something about it to get involved um so anyway recently I got involved again and like you guys were saying earlier like if I if I make efforts like the universe conspires with me right if I say it's not here and it doesn't exist and it hasn't and this is twice now where I'm like okay I'll go outside of my comfort zone like it's it's a western discipline here and I like jump over things and do hunter jumper like that discipline um so I opened my mind and was like, you know what, why don't I learn how to do raining or run barrels or something? Why don't I start calling farms and do that? Whereas for three and a half years, I was like, I want my discipline. I'm going to do this because that's what I know. And so the past month I've been calling farms and then got in with a farm recently. There's a girl who actually does my discipline, which how the hell does that happen? And so I've ridden a couple horses. I don't another thing I would not have done with no piece of information. And so I did that. And not only that, again, I said to Stephen a message. I was so able to focus on my energy. I notice I hold my breath a lot in general. Mm. I don't know. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, I don't even consciously realize it. Yeah. 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 And my whole body is tense. I've noticed it on this call and I'm like, just breathe. What are you doing? Um, You're doing it. Right before a dog attacks, they'll hold, they'll, they'll tighten up, they'll breath will, they'll right. pop, breath will hold. And if you're in front of a dog that's at that level and you're not breathing, they're waiting for something for you. This is where the, the simple yeah. things of the animalistic awareness 
Yeah. 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 And that's like, I've noticed just the past couple times with the energy being on these horses. I don't know, like just on Sunday, I was having a great time. And then he went to like romp and throw a buck. And normally I'd be like, you know, like tense up and try and deal with it with like my instinctual training from the past many years. And in the moment I was able to combine that with, I was already calm so that it made it easier, you know, like I just breathed and was super calm and I had like the best ride ever. And was like, that's so cool. Like just working on my confidence by like being calm. I don't know. It's really hard for me to put into words, but it's been so cool. You know, you know what you, you, what I feel from you that you struggle with Mm. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Do a lot of thinking. I, so do I though, but like, I, that's something I had an issue with for a long time, but I'm like doing that stuff. This is the stuff that all these things we're saying, look, people to me are looking for the quick fix and shit. It's like kind of what we were talking about before we even came on Todd, right? Is people just want the, the quick thing. Like, I just want to get this done. But the real value is in every day, every morning when I go in there, Todd, will, I'm sure we'll test to this going in there and feeling that feeling of the breathing, feeling that feeling of meditating and go, the cold shower. What am I going through? Learning something new, trying different things feeling it, really seeing it for what it is in the moment. And and it's the long game of that and being, and surrendering to that. When you surrender to it and say, this is a, this is my life. This is going to be a life journey. And I'm going to start here and do these little things. People do this shit in business. This is what I'm giving. This is another piece of business advice too, of the fucking speed that people go and they want to skip steps, make, put out, um, virtual training courses and uh, make money. And I'm like, yeah, slow down. This is a long game here, you know? I got a question on like the businessy piece for both yes. you guys. Um, okay. Comment and then question. So I'm also a Virgo. So for me, there's a lot that I've noticed that I do. And I don't know, like, see, I'm thinking right now as we do it, I'm trying to figure out. Well, like, you started thinking from the beginning of bringing Virgo into it. So you obviously believe in Virgo, yeah. right? And all yeah. that, which is fine. Like if that's what you believe in, but just know that that's also an image of who you are. Right. So yeah, you're creating yeah. an image. Yeah. This is what I wanted to talk about before about the judgment and stuff like that, because who's judging who, if you're judging yourself, yeah. who's judging you, who is the judgment coming from? Where is that? Right. It's just yeah. judgment. And then you're coming yeah. from the lens of your past. For sure. And then judging what you should sure. be doing. It doesn't make sense. So the point is you would, the, the better way to do it, in my opinion, just look at that shit. Look at it. You see what I'm saying? Look at that fucking yeah. thing. Of what's right there, yeah. right in front of me right now, and I'm feeling anxiety because right there you started the thinking about like I'm a Virgo, so therefore, da, 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 this is all the image. Yeah. yeah, you know. So what was the question going to be with the, removing the? I'm not. By the way, I'm not like shitting on the whole like what is it called astrology or whatever. Is it I know called? whatever it is. Like, yeah. I'm just saying that to understand the image that we create for ourselves. Like my point is, is when I started working dogs, I was like, I'm an athlete. I'm a strong guy. I'm fucking this. I'm da, 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 and the dogs are like, bro. Who, who is this dude? Like, yeah, this guy needs to be bit. This guy needs humbling. This guy needs to have, you know, like that's what they were telling yeah. me, right? But I was coming yeah. from the image of this thing, which which was not real. It's all made up from thoughts based on past. Yeah. Therefore, yeah. not living in moment. That's so true. I know. No, my question. This is what me and Todd do. We know the deal. <laughs> yeah, I love these conversations though. Aren't they them. good? Like, see, this is like the whole premise of Todd. I don't know how you're liking this shit, but like for me, this is like one where I want to give people a glimpse into what we're doing at TCW. What I'm doing here in Jersey, what Todd's doing in Orlando. You know what I mean? Like what we're doing with people. And the que- like what I love is like the questions Todd's at. Like, it's like we say we're like FBI guys. Like he was asking so many details. And what does that mean to you? 
And what's that oh. word mean? And what's this? And how many people would just say, uh-huh, yeah, finish your talking, Chris, so I can just give you my spiel of what I've learned intellectually in a book. You know what totally. I mean? That's not really it. Totally. He wants to say, what does that mean to you? Because when people say this, this is one of my favorites, but I love him so much, but I love my dog so much. What is love to you? Let's start there. And then they don't even know what the fuck it is. And what they really are saying, love, you're using this amazing thing of love and making it a shitty thing, which is just uh, petting and giving affection to a dog whenever the fuck I feel like it, whenever I have the emotional needs to do it. That's it. That's the real truth. But then they can't even look at that. So if they could look at it with an open mind and say, look, I don't know myself. Because if I said to you, do you know yourself fully to the core? Do you? I don't think I'm an ultimate. I don't think any of us are like an ultimate in a box like this is me. I think it's continual evolving. Well, look, what I I was going to go with with that is if you said, yes, I do know myself to the core, that means you understand life. You know the meaning of life. So then I would say, what's the meaning of life then? Right. And then people go, uh, and I'm like, I'm not trying to question or put you on the spot. I'm just asking a question. So you're claiming you know everything, but I'm asking you the meaning of life. So can you explain it to me? Because I'm fucking seeking my whole life trying to figure this shit out. You know what I mean? And live a full one. So if you know it, what is it? I want to know. I'm open-minded. I come from a place that I don't fully know. So explain to me, you know? But then that's to me the way of getting them to realize like, wow, I actually don't know all this shit. This place of me coming from knowing everything is actually a place of insecurity, which goes back to Todd, which comes from a place of control, right? So I can control everything because I know everything and blah, 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 blah. It's an illusion. It's a whole fucking illusion. How is that person in control? So you're in control. Okay. So you're in control and this is who you say you are and you know everything, blah, blah, blah. Ready? You don't know shit. I say to that person, watch the hurt that goes flooding into that person because I just bruised the image, which is the ego. All made up. All through the mind, all thoughts, and who I am based on the past. So I'll keep and then this. The defense comes yeah, I'll keep this control over everything. That's not even control. You don't have control. It's all illusion, right? Yeah. And and then that's gonna work. And that's the formula people live at, and it doesn't work. So my point is, is again, getting back to it, not judging it, not condemning it, looking at it. I, I it's like you know, like we always say that humans make it complicated, right? Tied to the thing, like. Like we make it so complicated. It, everything that we talk about, it always comes down to like this thing. It's like, you're either coming from a place of I know shit or I don't know everything, right? I'm either coming from open-minded or closed-minded. I'm either mm. coming from the illusion of I want to be in total control or I realize I have no fucking control whatsoever. You know what I mean? Like it comes down to those things and then extends out as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah. So my sort of segue question, I guess, with what you were just saying, with going into walking, like walking dogs, but in regards to the people, um, I think that's where a lot of my, not not fear, like I, I don't want to use such a strong word as fear, but lack of confidence is coming in. It's you not even- You can use so- fear. What? You can use fear because look, Todd, okay. you go ahead, Todd, say, say. Lack of confidence about the people? Yeah. In what way? So like, I'm, I'm excited to walk different dogs kind of thing, but right now you're, right now you're picturing something, right? Right now you, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. What, so, what, what are you picturing right now? I'm picturing how I'm trying to put this like in a PC non 
an offensive way, but like, so society. You, do you know, have you ever met me, by the way? Do you know who the fuck I am? No, not really. <laughs> I know. You've not I met know. Todd, and trust me, he's not going to be offended. So go ahead. Say whatever right. you want. Do rated R if you feel like it. We don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't go so, triple X. We don't need that Society, shit. right? Like, this is YouTube. Go ahead. What, what are you worried about? Are you going to offend them? No, not offending them. Like, them not. So, for example, society in regards to the dog world, even the horse world, is like, especially in like a smaller town environment where I'm in, and I'm also not used to that because I'm from Toronto, but anyway, it's basically here, it's like 20 to 30 years behind, I feel, in the sense of like, you know, people know the basics on like commercialism, societal terms, so like, you walk a dog like this, and like, the dog's there to be cute and pretty, and like, so if I come in with some, I guess what, what I'm trying to say, if I come in with something different, um, like, why would people listen to me? I'm not trying to change their lives. Like, I'm trying, mm. I want to walk dogs and, like, make people happier with their dogs, have a better relationship with their dogs. But I'm trying to say is, like, how do I, my, my fear for myself is talking to the people in the sense of bringing something different to the table. Like, what? I don't know. I just find people get so immediately defensive and then go back to, oh, but like. I, I mean, do you have a lot of experience with this or is this is this like more something you've created in anticipation of going out and doing this? I mean, it's easy. The second to, one. Okay. So then this is, this is, you're setting this more than right. So I would encourage you to get out there to figure out what you're going to encounter. People are right. extremely pliable. I mean, people are super pliable. Right, yeah. but it, it yeah. comes down to how confident you are in what you're doing. Right, if you okay. if you're comfortable walking a dog the way you walk a dog, and you've learned to walk a dog well, and right. if I watched you, I'm like that person can walk a dog. Right, well, I'm also going to be more inclined to listen to what you have to say. And one of the most important things is that you only answer the questions that are asked of you. You don't come in and start pointing yeah. things out that you're seeing. These people yeah. that are paying you to walk a dog doesn't mean they're paying you to train a dog. It means they're Absolutely. paying you to walk a dog. And you need to do what you need to do to get that dog to walk with you. And as long as you do that, your job is complete. Now, if these people like what you do and they ask you more questions, then you have an opportunity to share more information. You may find that people are a lot more open than you believe. Caesar has made things very mainstream. So people may not know what it means to, to this whole pack thing, but at least there's a better understanding now than there used to be. Yeah. Uh, people are extremely easy to lead through a conversation. If you want somebody to answer questions a certain way, ask certain questions, right? Hey, I, I, I think you like your dog. It looks like you're a big, you love your dog a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they jump a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't like, oh, yeah, I noticed that. I noticed that. So, so what do you think about giving dogs affection? You know, it, it tends to like make them want to do things. Yeah. More. yeah, I love giving my dog affection. I noticed you gave it affection when it jumped on you and then sit there. Mm, it's, not, yeah. it's not real hard for them to go oh shit she's trying to tell me that i'm petting my dog for jumping on me yeah yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and so yeah I yeah and i don't know where it's coming from and this is going to be where you know steve and i could go really deep this is something personal to you where maybe you don't feel heard or you know you could go deep into this yeah absolutely yeah the reality is is if you don't have enough experience but you're talking in this way you're creating a story i would mm, go out and just sure. walk dogs from a shelter or go you know take yeah, you're gonna you're gonna I'm gonna build five clients and that way if, if it works I have five clients I can build 10 if it doesn't work 
a, you know, no big deal. You don't have to have any certifications. You just have to have people that agree that they're going to pay you to walk their dog. You're going to figure oh, out how to go into the building. This is the logistics that Steve is great with. You know, you've got to go into the building, how to get the dog, how to come out, mm. and what to do. But this, this notion that you have to get everybody on your side for this to work is, is almost like saying that I'm going to wait until I'm ready to have kids. You're never ready. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, you're not. Yeah. Damn it. I thought that was what I was going with. All right. Well, I'm that's, through that. Damn. I, I don't have kids either, but that's how it, I, I think that's how it feels. Yes. And I did say to Steve, like, you're right. It is my deep shit. Absolutely. Yeah. And I do know that. And I know that's my work and that's why I'm trying to get it out. Like my fears. Um, can I, can I say one thing while you're saying that, that I'm noticing too? Yeah is this is what i find people do is this like the 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 i gotta get deep in this work and it like it's it just what the the idea can also make it seem like it's like an enormous amount of like shit that you have to uncover and go and which makes it like a monumental fucking task of like wow like let me keep this perpetual of the idea of me being psychologically fucked up let me keep that going because it's so big down here of where i need to go yeah you know what I mean? But it's not really that. Go- That's what I'm saying. It's right on the surface. It's right in front of you is my point of yeah. it's right there. Just don't skip over the shit. Cause there's a lot of things that are being said throughout this that I'm like trying to like, oh, like okay, I got, I'm trying like not to say things Cause I'm like letting you talk, but I'm like, can we stop there for, we'll just never get through the you fucking podcast. Things. That's the problem. Right? Like Todd's <laughs> saying, like we could sit here if we were really, really, really doing this, we should do that one time. Todd, by I'm the down. way, like, do a client and like sit with them for fucking three hours here and let the people see really what we would do with the clients. Like really what we would be asking them. Break down everything. Break down everything everything about it. Like going on, like to the point where you're just like, all right, so now I'm officially back to being birthed and I'm naked now. And like, I'm new. So now what are we doing from this point to move forward? You know what I mean? Cause look at this. Look at what I'm going to say. From the moment you're born, you're already put into an image. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't get bored and decide to be Steve, uh, parents in New, in New York. We were born in Jersey. So that definitely set the stage for a lot of what we see. I, I was born in New York first. I have to say oh, New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm Florida, I'm Florida man. So yeah. perfect. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> to go deep for one. Oh, sorry, Steve, go ahead. No, no, oh. go. I want to hear what you said. Um, to go deep on that note for a second. So I did forget to mention, I have a therapist who I, fucking love and I would I call her a wizard and I wish I could carry her around in my pocket but I can only afford to go once a month after my benefits cap out anyway so she thanks Canada anyway go ahead benefits are all like all through the roof there everything was free in Canada what happened oh don't get me started (laughs) (laughs) yeah 500 like annually for therapy cap okay Um, anyway so she kind of blew my mind this was like recently I think before Christmas. I've been seeing her for a couple of years and she brought to light something. And I had never thought of it this way, but it totally made sense with me and resonated something about an anxious, like my mother, my mom's anxious womb. Like I was literally grown. Yeah. It's energy. That's crazy. In an anxious person. And I was like, Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not using that as a cop out. Please don't think I'm doing no, no, that. No, no, that's awareness. It's awareness. Yeah, that was mind blowing to me. And what is that? And what does that make you feel? How does that feel? Uh, it resonated. That's what the- it did. But what did it feel like? Uh, what did it feel like? Um. At first, it it. 
felt. I just want to point out that you're doing the work right now. You're not trying, you're doing. Thank you. You're welcome. You guys are doing, like the tables are turning. This is what I do for a living. I love it. Um, I felt stuck at first. Like the validation feeling, like the resonating, the validating. But for a minute, it was like, so if I grew this way, then not that I can't do work, but that it is. Yeah. 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 And so then since that, not even before that, um, it's just recently said that out loud a couple times that in my thirties, like I've cleaned up my life. I'm doing all this work, but I've been looking around at like pictures from my twenties. And I recently said out loud, but I'm not having any fun anymore. I literally said that out loud. And through this podcast so far, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, no, you're thinking of fun in a very different way. I'm like, cause I'm always going around, like talking to my, the small circle I have about growth, like about this shit all the time. But I never till right now looked at it as this is the fun. <laughs> like, so well, thank you for that. Satisfaction, right? Like I, yeah. I got a ton of satisfaction out of redoing this house. I would hardly say at times it was fun, but I definitely, it's not that I didn't get something out of it. Yeah, you, know, you have to have a balance to it. Fun definitely changes, um, but for yeah, sure. it's to have a balance. So, if, if, you know, this for the dog part of this. Yeah. Excuse me. What's keeping you from going? Uh, Why don't you just go get some business cards made and go to a, an apartment building and go walk dogs for 10 bucks and tell people you're new and you're doing it. And this is why. And tell or, people or, or even like pick one person in the neighborhood and be like, Hey, I'll walk your dog for free. I just want to like, if you need help. Yeah. And just, so, then there's like, cause that's a, yeah. It's the pickles. Uh, pickles. pickles is the best. Uh, um, brand. That's one where if you're, cause that's one that can help mitigate the, the concern of providing value. Right. So it might be like, I'm a little insecure and I might not like be able to like, I'm worried about that. I would say, stop thinking about it and just start doing right. And yeah. then do it and say, would you, does anyone in the neighborhood need help with a dog? Go to a shelter, yeah. go to a rescue. Say, Hey, do you guys have any, like a puppy or a younger dog? You guys need to fuck and, and master that dog. So my point is you don't have to even do like Todd's right. If you're going to do it like that, I like that one too. Fucking make the business cards. Cause that's a move that's yeah. like, I'm doing it. And like, you're all of a sudden you create momentum. You so. Know? It's a choice you have to find you have to trigger it and and i think steve just said something that's really important too and people have to ask themselves this because this is a really common thing we get from trainers is mm. that people devalue themselves they don't put enough value mm. into the, like you said you want to give yourself time and be selfish well you, you know mm. how much do you value yourself a lot of people are they, they're afraid to charge money because then they're then, then they are they gonna are they gonna live up to the value right and, yeah you know and steve and i talk about a lot of time there's a lot of pressure that we that any job can put on you we can relate to each other through this and you get used to it and that's the confidence part of this is that you know you got to go get confidence in this particular game and when you get it then you'll you'll notice it but if you if you're waiting to get it before you go in and do it it won't work yeah you know what i'm saying you'll get it from the achievement and it's it's not that hard people are not judgmental and the other thing is is people are so terrible with their dogs, if you're just a little bit not terrible, you're <laughs> so much better it. than everybody that's terrible. 
I love it. You need to know what made you bad, not bad. You need to know what mistakes yeah. you made with your dog before. You need to know them clearly. Yeah. You need to know what your tendency is with a dog. I tend to yeah. feel bad and I want to get them out of bad situations or I tend to just feel nothing but this overwhelming sense of emotional love and I can't, you know, I don't want them to do anything they don't want to do. You have to be crystal clear in what you're going through. And, right. And then everything is, it's, the dog world is extremely easy to work in, in the standpoint of executing it. You're, you're working with dogs, right. you know what I'm saying? It, but, yeah. but to stay whole and to stay good and to stay, give yourself duration in it, people burn themselves out, you know, compassion yeah. is real. Oh yeah. And some people are more cut out for than the others. It's interesting the people like Steve and myself who tend to lean less into the emotional world, have more, yeah. have more duration. Because sure. we're, we're, we're not spending so much of ourselves in certain ways. Yep. We're, we're keeping ourselves uh, a priority. Yeah, all that emotion, all that emotion fills the consciousness, all that crap. Like, like yeah. all these reactions and this and wow, I'm thinking and all this thinking. It just slows momentum down of like good energy to do shit. You know what I mean? Like right. that's something I've been like thinking of like. Even this conscious and subconscious thing, I'm like fascinated by this. I'm like, what if it's all consciousness yeah. and we just got really good at avoiding shit in consciousness? Therefore, we're yeah. not conscious. Like, I started because so, even that idea of the subconscious, like, or unconscious, to me makes it seem like this, the, this, like, the division is happening. Like, I got to go all the way to this unconscious. I'm like, no, that's you right now. You're just. You're yeah. just, your anxiety is right fucking here. You're just like, do you have anxiety? It's like, do you have a Maddie cup in your hand? It's like, nah. I don't know where it is. I'm not, I don't know what you're talking about. I just don't, I just really good at avoiding it. Cause by the way, you see it a lot. I'm sure you see it, Todd, when you ask people how they're feeling, how they're doing the avoidance that happens. And it's not, it's, they're not even aware of the avoidance that's happening. So again, Chris, by the way, how did you feel? How do you feel? Did you feel when you found out you were, you were born in an anxious body? Yeah. See, I'm still having trouble answering that question. <laughs> you see, but that's the thing. Like don't run away from it is my point. This is the thing that right, I'm talking right. about. You see what I'm saying? Right. This is it. I believe, this is my belief is that this is what it is to stay there and say, let me really yeah. say that. And not analyze though. Just look at it. Because if you start analyzing well, and, it, you're coming through the lens of the person that's viewed as an anxious, da 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 viewing this thing. Yeah. You see what I'm saying right. by that? I do. And what I'm thinking, what I just thought, oh, well, you said that is, what I was going to say is some people aren't, there's also like the readiness change too, right? Like, because like you said, some people like subconsciously avoid, some people consciously avoid, like they're, they're not ready to acknowledge, to yeah. go in, like they're, they're not there yet. And that's, that's an, an interesting piece in itself too. That's a huge and, piece. Yeah. That's a big and one. With the, the emotion piece that Todd was talking about too. And like, Steve, I know you guys have talked about it too. And I also know like the feminine, like innately, there's a bit more of that piece with the end. Like I, I'm aware of that. Emotional protection. Yeah. 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 Um, but I have been told, and I do acknowledge this myself when it comes to other people's horses and dogs. Um, if it's my, this is another place of growth for me. If it's my animal, like my own, um, I'm, the emotional piece comes into play, mm -hmm. like, right. But if I'm working with like someone else's horse or someone else's dog, I'm very good at, like, I actually did this actively before realizing I did it. I'm very good at putting that emotional piece aside, which is so interesting to me. Well, study like, that if, when you're doing it, when you're actually doing that, study that. How did you do it? Look at it. 
Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Because you haven't looked at it. You're just doing it. That's my point. So if you look at it and yeah. say, wow, I'm good at this thing. What is it that I'm, what is it? This is something you just like looking. Wow. Okay. So I don't really have this emotional thing for this thing. Why? Cause it's not mine, but then look deeper. Look for me with Maddie, what it was, why I put so much damn pressure on her is she was a representation of what I was as a dog trainer at the time. Right. So that's the real right. fucking truth. Right. That's what it was. And right. when I looked at it and saw that I was like, she's actually not really right because yeah. like who knows if this was, was it a rescue dog was it this was it that? Blah, blah, blah. you don't know what the dog is yeah and then i realized that what i that actual viewpoint was creating the actual fucking thing right <laughs> you right. know what i mean so i was like okay, yeah. so let me just yeah. see that so just because she's here that's what it ah okay so let me just go learn this dog psychology thing what are you are you confident in your handling of the dogs yes very much so <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you confident in handling yeah, yeah. Dogs? No, but Chris, are you? Are you confident in handling adults? Yes, but I don't say yes across the board. Like, I will fully admit when, like, if someone was like, here, can you walk my giant, like, growling, foaming? No, that's not. Well, no, no, I haven't done that yet. We can say no to that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with, I'm not the kind of person that would be like, yeah, let me try. Like, so I will a lot say. Of, a lot of questions are what. I would try to do is, you know, the concept of the behavior with dogs is quite simple in the sense that you're basically trying to stop a brain from moving forward, calm it down, or can stop a brain from continuing to flight avoid from something. And once you can figure it out, you can just move it to different areas and to different things, right? So the students struggle with this. So if we put food on a stage and we can get you to teach your dog to stop moving towards it and relax and go into a calm avoidance of that and just kind of except that it's there, but, but not paying any attention. Well, you can replace that food with a cat. You can replace that food with mm -hmm. anything, right? Because it's ultimately learning the psychological process of stopping it from moving forward or stopping it from moving back. And people oftentimes don't know how to transfer their skills from one thing to another. So as you're talking about horses, in my mind, I'm like, maybe she wears like that Han Solo boot and tight pants, like your horse outfit to like go walk dogs. Right, because in your mind, when you're wearing that outfit, you're the shit. Mm -hmm. I feel so confident when I'm in like breeches, my boots, and yeah. That's why people struggle with dogs, is because when you're with a horse, even even amateurs go in with such a, a laid out plan. You're not allowed to go in without a plan. You yeah. have a uniform, but when you yeah. go to we work with dogs, that, nobody does that. Nobody puts that mentality together. But the point being is, if you're that confident, that make that kind of like your dog wearing shit. People, you stand yeah. that way. You're like yeah. the horse girl. And in that, you'd play off of that because people would talk yeah. to you about horses that your confidence is going to come out and the dogs are out. Oh, yeah. And by the people way, in biz just business, business-wise, the people are going to say, who's that fucking lady who wears the horse stuff and like walks the dogs <laughs> around there? Because by the way, it's attention. Even if they say, even if they made fun of you, it's like, yeah, feel free to make fun of me, by the way. Because right you'll keep talking about me just so you know. Yeah, take you'll a picture of me and post it. Your head yeah. will be higher. Your whole thing will be, will be better. I never thought of that. Yeah. That's... Or you can come you up with like that. a business idea, like the... Um, like something about the horse to the dogs or like something how you did it. That yeah. way, you know? Bringing the two together. Everybody's got their, almost everybody in life You're has right. to be confident, but people based on all these other reasons, forget how to take that and move it over here. You know what I'm no, saying? Like I got over a fear of flying by learning to meditate. I didn't learn to meditate on the plane. I learned to meditate at home and then I meditated on a plane. And then the meditation was stronger than the fear, but I had to consciously choose that. Right. So that's, that's all hesitation in anything is, is identifying first there's a hesitation. If you have a pattern yeah. why you hesitate, you know, yeah. sometimes that's healthy. And sometimes you don't need that. Sometimes you can just say, I'm hesitating here. 
Like, that's my that's my tendency. I yeah. Boots. They make me feel the shit. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna pull my hair back in a tight ponytail because apparently they have that. And then I'm gonna go walk dogs. And yeah. No, I wouldn't have like because what I did put together with it was the energy piece with just animals, right? Like that's the piece that was help helping me or support like from one place to another, and I could really be conscious of both with both, right? That's it. That's really the only piece. I put together and I've been told like if you guys were to come to the barn with me and we had this conversation you would see like uh, I'm very aware that like a bit of my anxiety is coming out right now there'd be none like I've been told that's my fucking like wheelhouse my my you should, niece, right you should bring the smell of hay with you in your car and shit like that your brain associates your those eyes years at the, at the stables with your best self rub you rub like a, like a you could rub a rag on the fucking horse you have the horse smell too well it's funny because my saddle is that blue thing yeah. in the corner and I just oiled it and I like the smell. You're right. It's a sense brain. Yeah. That's great. So, look at you, you know. <laughs> what was I? What did you say? Toddy's, She's all like, Toddy's. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple things. I, I just took a couple notes there that I wanted to say before. So, the confidence thing. First, let me go to the prey predator thing. So, you are like what Todd was saying. This is what's so wild about this world, right? is the plan, how serious people are about we're going to a horse, right? We're going to be doing yeah. things with the horse. We have to have a plan, a strategy. Why? Because it's a big-ass animal. That's why. That's a prey animal that we have a big plan for, yes. right? And we're like, okay, da 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 But then for some reason, we go to a fucking dog, which is a predator, and we're like, eh, just stick your hand in their face and let them on the couch and whatever the fuck you want to do. It's all good. So that's like something that is just wild about what's going on in this world, the lack of awareness the public and people have of nature and what actually things are. But that's our job to educate, and we're doing it right here. The uh, confidence part, right? So just you understand, in my opinion, confidence is the job of the parents to build from zero to seven years of a, of a person, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. your imprint period as a kid. So that's the parent's job and responsibility to create confidence. In my opinion, most of the world is not doing the best job of that, but that's been not our parents' fault, in my opinion. That's the flow of society for forever yes. has been this way, right? And where yeah. the anxieties and traumas and all this bullshit keeps getting passed, the fears and anger and it yeah. keeps fast on, fast on, fast on. And it goes into the image too, by the way, of our parents, what they have, if they're honest, if they're gonna say, I have an image of what my daughter needs to be like. Uh, so now you already need to fucking fit into an image before you can even think for yourself. I mean, how, that should be just the, like, oh, I'm free then. So yeah, they didn't do it. But guess what? So did a fucking shitload of people out in the world. And that doesn't really matter because I'm just looking at it myself, right? So yeah. I see this thing. Okay, yeah. so my job now is to build confidence. Got it. So get out of your comfort zone. Do little things that are forced repetitions of courage. I and then talk. I accomplished it. So there you go. Got some confidence. And by the way, the accomplishment is just trying then doing it. Like actually just doing it. Even if you fuck it up. Like you did it, by the way. You came on this shit. You know, yeah. people wouldn't have the fucking courage to come on here and talk with me and Todd. Me, even two years ago, wouldn't. And Todd, I didn't so know. Did I you... knew someone else here. I'm like, oh, God, who's it going to be? But yeah, you know. So do you look and... at that? Do you look at that? So look, if you're going to think, think about that shit. Wow, two years ago, I wouldn't have the courage to come on this show and talk to Stephen, Stephen Todd and about Caesar, all this stuff. I would have never had the courage to do it, but now I do. That's two years of work. That's true. So you're saying like, I'm trying to work. I'm trying to work. You're doing the work. 
That's the yeah, old that self saying, style. I'm trying, I'm giving myself an out. I don't really have to. Maybe I'll just, um, I'm not sure if these people are going to like me when I'm working with the dogs and walking them. And da, da, da. That's all, not even you, by the way. That's somebody else's shit that they put in you. And you're just continuing to go along with it. That's true. I have the word try tattooed on my wrist from my 20s. So I feel like I should change that. <laughs> what is it? Try it says try. You can't really tell. Yeah, how do we change that to fucking do? To do. Do? I could do that. It's faded. Um, I remember, okay, so Todd, earlier, you were saying, like, just go out and do it, right? Or, like, you know, that premise. So I've been thinking, like, thinking about it for way too long, right? Like, way too long. So I think it was a week ago. Yeah, like, a week ago, Monday, I woke up and was like, I'm just going to fucking do it. Like, Today's the day I'm going to go, like I vaguely put like a flyer together on Word. And so I sat down at my office at work at the hospital to do case notes and instead opened the flyer and edited it and emailed it to myself. The second I pressed send and it came through to me, I got a message from Steve asking if I wanted to be on the podcast. I shit you not. Awesome. Like, I was like, what? Wow. Okay. That was cool. why, dude, for even me, Todd, I was like, that's fucking wild. I said to her, I was like, that's wild. Like, like it, we I, need to do this. It's not a coincidence, though. It's energy. It's, that's no, what it is. Like, that, that stuff has... You're going to notice when you start doing this stuff, and Todd will attest to this shit, that, like, these things start happening, and we're yes. sold by the bullshit people in... I shouldn't say that that way. See, there's me meditating. I caught myself. <laughs> that's my old self being the aggressive fucking New York guy right there, and all this... Yeah, chill the fuck out, bro. <laughs> no, but we're, we're... I forget what I was saying now. Um... Where was I going with that? All the bullshit people. Bullshit people. I got stuck with the bullshit people. I don't know what I was saying. It was something... Um. It was the universal thing yeah, and then the bullshit yeah. people. Coincidences and all no, that. No, I, I don't allow myself to say the things that aren't going to work. Mm. I mean, that really, mm. you know, the whole part of, in the things I've recognized, if I'm saying those things, they're obviously not a priority. Right? Exactly. Not, you know, so it's, it's like you're just cluttering yourself up. And, that's and yeah. That's why, that's why the words are important. And, and being able yeah. to listen to the way you talk is important and listening to the theme and the flavor and the, and the amount yeah. of words you choose, you know, yeah. it's important to, 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 to have that. Yeah. And you'll, and you'll find right. out the smallest things. Like there's the weirdest connections that you'll start to make. And yeah, the thing about what, you know, the, the vessel of the dogs is that they're so, they're so easy to, to reflect you. Yeah. that you'll, you'll see it like if you were to start to tell us the you know the behaviors you had in your dog we would be able to know what was happening on the backside. and i yeah. don't think people have enough of that like my wife was with some friends the other day and one of her friends is admittedly a control freak and she gets car sick when she's not driving and it took my wife yeah. going do you think maybe the control since you're not in the, the, the driver's seat maybe is creating the anxiety that's leading to that and and to her, it was like, and like, and for, for somebody to be as disconnected from something so simple, in my opinion, and she's the sweetest, kindest woman. She's a great yeah. parent, but that's something. It's that, true uh, though. Like, and that's the shit that I, I love. And that's also an area that I realized that part of my hindrance is I, it was on the last podcast, Steve, you were talking about it. Like, for example, like Wayne Gretzky is the best hockey player ever but turned out he wasn't that good at coaching. And so part of where my fear and my growth is, do I, even, how will I have the right words? Like even right now, like I struggle to put out like exactly what I'm thinking. But you're, you're at, you're trying to be a dog walker. 
That skill lies with <laughs> You can be the best dog walker on the planet and not be able to teach anybody how to walk a dog. When's my first post? Yeah. 2013. Yeah. That's I didn't true. even do a post. I didn't even do one single post until I was walking dogs for like almost four years already. Yeah. And I, that's what I wanted to mention too. I've been trying to walk dogs at the SPCA. And COVID is not, it's another story here. Are there restrictions up there? A lot. What's that? I'm just kidding. I said, are do there have any kids? <laughs> Sorry. They have it. They're putting mandates and shit. You guys aren't allowed to do things. No, we have a small local shelter like SPC. Oh yeah. Do not. I don't want to talk about COVID. <laughs> Todd's all cocky because he's down in Florida. He's been fucking yeah. tanning and like going surfing, uh, and mad, whatever, for two straight years now. You know, like. Yeah. So COVID's put a wrench in my plans to do stuff that like you guys are saying to do. I have been working with one dog. I don't know what word to use, so I'm using the word working. But um, with my friend's dog, like obviously not charging she's actually an ex but friend ex whatever a young husky lab who has very high mental and physical energy um so that's been a really cool experience for me because it's been a, a challenge like a fun challenge so there's there's been that um but what yeah admittedly so there you, haven't been too many dogs what do you do when you work with the dog what does that mean are you walking the dog or are you trying to get the dog to stay on a place are you trying to get the dog to play or you know teach good something. question so i've done to say one thing that's a really good question because that's word that's thrown around in the dog world all the time is i i was working with the dog i worked the dog and i'm like that could mean a, i mean a zillion different things how'd you work the dog uh, i put food there i just didn't let him touch it for like one hour that's working a dog to me like so what 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 that's a, it's very important to think see what you did yeah There's, well because if you can clarify it it tells you there was an intention correct behind the thing right 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 right, right. yeah it's not it's not right. just a um I just took this dog out and did shit with it and I worked with it. Yeah. It was yeah, like, what, like what was the plan? What was the intention to do? And what did you execute? Right. Right. So the very first time, um, I just want to see what the dog was like. Like she's a puppy puppy. I will also mention taken from mom too early. So there's that variable. But anyway, again, I'm no expert just from what I know though. I wanted to like see what the dog's like natural interaction was. And my friend kind of did too. So we had Bobby, my dog, and her together. Cause I was like, well explain the energy of the puppy. Of the puppy? Explain it, yeah. At the time. Um, this is a horrible word to use, but like okay, look, give me a favor. Go yeah. right to describing the energy of the puppy with no other words. Try not to set the stage. Okay. Do a word as possible. What was the puppy like? High energy. Okay. E. What's that? Rangy, like orangutangy. What does that mean? Like just very spastic? Yeah. Would it do all over you? However, invasive? Uh, no. That's it's where. What's orangutangy mean? <laughs> excited, she said, like real hyper. Yeah, okay. excited, up, 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 like all over the place um, in regards to everything, like space wise and people. Um, however, very, very, very alert very alert very curious very observant with dog very respectful but also didn't seem to know like at all what to do with herself now does that mean that she was all over them or she didn't know how to get near him no she was all over like she had she didn't have fear okay she didn't have fear people like not that like uh but with dogs was very respectful excitement based sorry excitement based yes yes um, the dog is eight. The dog's going to be two in June now. And now what is the dog like? Describe the dog in as few words as possible now. 
high energy, <laughs> mental and physical, smart. What does that mean? This dog, can uh, the, dog, the dog learn to read? Intel, no. Has it, has it practiced math? No, it's key. Can it play guitar? <laughs> no, but it seems to, seems to really, really, really want a job. Experience, but I'm trying to use little words. Okay, now you, smart is a, you're given an identity. So you're gonna you're gonna bring things right. along with that expectations pressure. Uh, he may he may outsmart me. Beliefs. Uh, okay. What does okay. it mean to be intelligent? By the way, right? So I say here's where mm, is intelligence. I love. By the way, can we? That's a fuck it. That's a whole podcast in itself. Yes. We need to do that. What is intelligence? By the way, but go ahead. Yeah. So in, my, in the shortest way possible, to me, understand mm -hmm. his intelligence comes from the level of awareness he pays, not mm -hmm. that he has the ability to process it at a high level. He processes the information in front of him better than you. That's what being in the moment is. And so you're being studied at the highest degree. And the moment he puts two and two together, you have something for him. They look smart. Okay. So mm -hmm. dogs that look smart, people mean they're easy to train. That means that mm -hmm. dog's typically a little more alert. It mm -hmm. doesn't mean that it's smart. And it usually, right. means, like you're saying, there's a high energy to it, but yep. you're making it a positive. You're at, and the way, reason I'm asking you to describe things in as few words as possible because you have a tendency already in talking to you to bring in all these extracurricular things that are clogging it. Mm -hmm. I yeah. don't even know why we know that it was taken from its mom too early. Right. No, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So learn, no, I, learn, I appreciate learn this. to talk about what's in front of you. Don't learn to talk about what's in your head. Learn to talk about what's in front of you. Learn got to see what you're seeing. And Yoa's got the best way to describe it. Do it. Move like the dog is moving and you'll be able to clearly describe what the dog is going through. Move exactly like the dog is moving. The pace, the breathing, the blinking, the moving. So much value. It's the best. I do it. You guys see me make the jokes and fuck around. I'm like, here goes the anxious dog. And I literally, and people think I'm funny, like acting it out. And it is funny, yeah. but I'm literally being that dog. I'm trying to put my mind into that dog of what he feels like in that moment. Or the person, what they feel like in that moment too. No, I'm, I'm, I'm mimic people so they can see themselves. I give them a little bit of an exagger. Okay, let me just say one thing about the observation part too, because being able to observe when we us doing this for you, we can observe you ten times easier than you can observe yourself. Absolutely, yeah. Right. So yep. the ability for us to observe and what Todd said about videoing yourself too to observe yourself, you can observe yourself that way as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> But there's tons of value in, in, in this stuff. And also, okay, then the other part is the defensiveness because you've been doing an amazing job of being open-minded and not bringing defensiveness to this. So to me, defensiveness is one of the biggest fucking things of all time that prevents people from growing in any capacity whatsoever. There's no curiosity. There's no interest. There's no open-mindedness. It's just, whoop, like closed. Agreed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're doing an amazing yeah. job of that, of, of doing that. Because to me, it's just coming, you're coming from the place of I don't know right now. And I'm looking at it and I'm looking at all those things and you're utilizing Todd and I, just like you're going to utilize a dog to say, what are they yes. telling me about myself? Let me yes. look at Todd. Do I feel like this guy is, if I'm giving my full attention and living in the moment, do I believe Todd is a serious guy that he's telling the truth, blah, blah, blah. It's obvious if you're living in the fucking moment. Yes. Right? But if we're not living in the yes. moment, it's just like. Todd could be here giving gold information, but defensive is like, that's not me. Nah, there's no way, blah, 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 blah. And then you just stuck. Forget it. Those are the people, by the way, that mm -hmm. I, I've learned over time to say, I understand, not ready. And it's a waste of time to try to like yeah. pressure them, force them. So that's another one for your clients. Like if you go there to the clients and they're like, a lot of my dog walking clients didn't give a shit about training a dog back in the day. 
They didn't care. They right. just wanted the dog yeah. walked. Like, just walk my dog. But right. I was like, okay, that's it. So I knew my clients. There's certain camp dogs who come here. The people want them in and in and in. And there's other ones just like, let them go play in the park. That's what they yeah. think camp is, you know? So right. who's the client of an understanding, being able to observe the person? Observation is a huge one. Yeah. First, it's observation and the attention on the self, and then obviously others as well. Well, that's the first, that's the first uh, demo that the students get is observing a size. That's right. That's right. That's a great point. So, so when you're, so now you've taken us to what the dog is, right? So now Steve and I can clearly see, I mean, just in the, the way that we've added the words that make, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah to, we're describing energy. And so basically you're describing how is, is the dog moving forward? If so, how fast is the dog moving back? If so, how fast? And, and you know, the intensity behind it. So now you said you were doing stuff with the dog. So now what were you doing? Because to us, what we're going to be looking at is, was there a, was there a, something that the dog was going to take out of this that's going to improve the situation? A lot of people right. were hard, but not smart. So now what did you do with the dog? Okay, so when, and this is again, when she was younger up till now. So attempted to structured walking. Okay, okay, so that's perfect. I mean, if that's right. structured walking by itself is fantastic. By itself, yep. Yeah, that could itself. be period right there. That could be it. Yeah, that could be, that could be yeah. all it takes. Now, outside of that, what did you do? Uh, before that, like I said, the first thing I did was have her meet my dog so I could get a read on her that I felt only a dog could give me, like on her maybe pack position or like who she truly was kind of thing. And then did the structured walking. Do you, um, do you feel that you have 100% leadership with your dog? With my dog? I can't say 100. So then my so, recommendation would be to be not honest. use him for that stuff. Fair. What is he, what's his energy like? Confident. Okay. How is he when he meets other dogs? Confident. <laughs> no. Relaxed. Mm. Not tense in the uh, scared tense, like tense in the arrogant. Like okay. not not totally happy go lucky kind of thing. Confidence and tension aren't. They don't. Yeah. No, I right. No, I know. That's why I'm having trouble explaining it. Like he's not happy go lucky. Like super. Like yeah, let's play. Like party guy. He's like confident and arrogant. And does, does he get along with all dogs that he meets? Not all. Arrogance is not confidence either. By the way, there's a bit What's of that? arrogance is not confidence either. I'm, I agree. Can you explain that? Because I feel like arrogance is like. I think of arrogance as too too much, like a negative, like not true, if that makes sense. But arrogance comes from a place of, of division. Mm. You know, I'm I'm and thinking, by the way, in the mind. It's all mind shit. It's like I'm better than you. So already, so it's, it's to me it's just weakness. That's weak. Mm-hmm. That's a weak um, mindset. Yeah, arrogance is interesting. Uh, is an interesting yeah. description for people. It is. People. It's fascinating, actually, because I'm like, like breaking this down, like looking at it, and I'm like, can an arrogant person be confident? It's a great question. What about dogs, though? It, um, so look, to me, it depends on the word again. Like, what are yeah. we? This, what is arrogance? Like, that's what. That's like where we. I think we're getting. And this happens yeah. a lot, by the way, when you're talking about energy and dogs and animals and shit. It's like right. English words get in the fucking way of understanding what it actually is. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 That's a hard yeah, one. Yeah, I feel like a sponge right now. Like I just, I'm not, that is one thing I can recognize about myself is in the past few years, I've completely ditched being defensive because there's no point. 
like I I know that Todd's not here to attack me and I know what I don't know right and same with you you know like so I'm I'm an open sponge I just want to learn like I just want to know have dialogue with people that are in whatever we're talking about you know what I mean so that's the plan that's the whole purpose of this thing you're getting a glimpse that listen Todd this is what I really did when I started this thing is only a four, the fourth episode of this shit of like this version of it yeah. whatever when I said I was like <clears throat> I said we need to give a glimpse into like what happens at TCW and what happens with our clients here and shit like you've experienced it right yeah. with like uh, through the video call but getting able to see how we're not judging you. We're not trying to shame you, trying to be that. Like we want you to be open as fuck as, but we're also not like letting you not be accountable. We're not holding you. We're like, you know what I mean? We're holding you accountable. Yeah. I've never, never watched a dog. Not like when they're trying to get a puppy to go downstairs. As soon as the puppy goes in your retreat, they go and they block it. Yeah. They sit there and they motivate the rest of it. But the second it goes back into retreat, they're like, no, you can't go that direction. You can only go this direction. Yep. Right. Kind of like what, what this is all about because we're all we're all going through the same thing. And over time, especially training trainers because they're interesting, you're always trying to, to listen to the way people are talking about their experience because they're telling you how they're going through it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's, it's, it's easy to see where people are caught up. Like we get a lot of people that in the sense that we're talking about, they, they don't want to really face certain things. So what they do is they go and they learn from as many different people as they can, but they don't really pull the trigger. They're, mm-hmm. just, they're, they're mm-hmm. always learning as much as they can, but Huge run. a little bit mm-hmm. of what they learn and go in and get really good at that little bit. They take yeah. it a lot. And then by taking it a lot, it's, it's a little diluted. And, and, and my yeah. opinion, I, I find the students that come in and they're not on that information quest. They're just coming in and some of them are trying to figure out how come it is they're good with dogs. They don't know why they're good with dogs. And those are some right. of the best ones. And some, right. you know, I see it as you have to have a religion. And, and this to me is a religion and, and I, it's a faith. And so it's unflappable. You can bring me new information. It doesn't change my perspective because it's, so, oh. it's so deep now. I can just, I'm, I'm really able to pull from everybody. Whereas we get yes. a lot of people that come in and they're just changing religion to religion, to religion, to religion, to religion. Oh, I went and worked with this trainer, this trainer, this trainer, this trainer. It's like, well, what is that going to do for you? Yeah. I, I, I don't find um, more is better. And, it can, it's, and it's able to, to simplify what's in front of you. So when we ask questions about like reading the dog, what yeah. we find is, is the less, the less you see, but the more you know about what you see, this gets really yeah. fast and really easy. Yeah. And then you're able to go, Hey, should I walk that dog with that dog? Should, you know, yeah. will those two dogs be compatible or are those going to be opposing energies? Because you're, you're yeah. able to just make simple things. So listen to the way in your mind, how you do it. You know, it's, it's, it's a simple, almost one word. Uh, excited, low intensity, you know, he's a front right. little back, um, right. you know, it's, it's simple things and you'll be able to then see, then you'll know what your capabilities are with a, an excited middle versus, you know, an excited right. front or, or a timid back, you know, you right. know where you, and then you can, you can make better calls on what to do. And it's just a matter of just yeah. going to your hands on a couple of different dogs. If you want right. to challenge yourself, Work with small dogs. So if you want to okay. challenge what you're approaching and facing, make them small because the consequence is less. But if you get around a 40, 50, 60 pound dog or above and you're looking to challenge yourself and you're, yeah. you can, there, you can get hurt. You yeah. see the photos I have from like a 30 or 40 pound dog uh, that just happened the other day with a client over food. Yeah. And so that, that can shut down everything. Yep. And, and yeah. I've had that experience too, not from like wanting to take on too much, but um, 
again, I don't want to take up too much time, but with my own guy, like earlier in his life. So I had that fear experience of a bite and, you know, how that derails things and getting over that. Um, yeah. And I've also wanted to like, well, I have been trying to go out and observe dog, like dog language, like the hands-on thing. Yeah. But also just watching dogs interact, like dog, I don't, take my dog to the how park? about this <clears throat> so you can i'll let you like if you feel like taking a video of a dog keep it like somewhat short and video it and then yeah. and then re- send me an assessment of what you think it is okay watch the dog whisperer without sound amazing one i used to do that shit I, all the time i've done that i want to do it again i will that's why I you def- have the answer right there i definitely will yeah and that was another thing too steve on saturday when i i literally was pulling into the dog park to do that this past weekend and I got another message about being on the podcast. Like the second I pulled in, like, what the? That's the universe oh. working for you. That's the way it goes. The universe is going to work in your favor when you're understanding it and you're in the correct vibration. Vibration. It's just a matter yes. of getting there and understanding what is. We, look, as us humans, we love this shit. We love to think. Think, 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 think. And it's a lot of times the thoughts of other people and the same fucking thoughts that we had to say the day before. And we just yeah. let them keep going. La, 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 la. I'm anxious. I'm not good enough. I can't do it. There's no way. La, 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 la. And then we're like, anyway, let's go on my phone. Let's go watch a fucking movie. And like, you know. Well, and Steve, I hear you say like, even recently, like your staff or your friends will say like, when you're with the dog, like you're in a zone, you know, and sometimes, and you can't put words to it. Right. I keep going back to the horses. I know. And I know it's predator and prey, but that's to me, I feel like it helps me like to have that experience yeah. of making person. And with the horses, it's the same. It's a mindfulness thing. Like people think that mindfulness is like, just has to be meditating or, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that mindfulness to me is anything that gets you the fuck out of everything else yes. in the moment. That's right? what I was so, saying. That's kind of what I was saying before about like the meditation where people be meditate, you just go there and just do that. And that's the end of it. Like that's better yeah. than nothing for sure for most people yeah. on this planet. Right. But I'm saying yeah. like, keep that shit going throughout the day. Like don't just yes. forget about everything and just go on with this, like the same thoughts, the same nonsense, like meditating for 30 minutes, 20 minutes, that'll help. Yeah. But if you yeah. really want to have like dramatic growth, like it's your yeah. life and it's life period. So let yeah. me just see this stuff. I mean, look at all these things in the moment. And then like with, so this is what also happens. It's like, you find out that you don't know shit about dogs. Let's just say that should be the fucking greatest day of your life. Cause now you know what is. And then now yeah. I can move forward with that. Okay, yeah. so I don't know. I don't need to go to the past anymore. Great. So what do I need to learn? Well, let me go start walking like some smaller, easier, middle or back of the pack pup. You know, let me see how I could do with this. I'm just going to yeah. be with this puppy in this moment and that's it. Can I do that? Can I stay? That's another thing to do, by the way. What I used to do on the walks was mm. I would literally try to observe everything and just not even re- like feel my dogs and observe and just observe what was going on outside. So I wouldn't, it would prevent me from getting into my mind thinking of like, what do I have to do later? What's going on? Because yeah. that's like, that's my own conditioning. You know, it's like, I, yeah. it's, it's there. So I got to fucking look at it to see, oh yeah, there you go again. There you go again. I don't even say yeah. that there you go again thing, by the way. I just literally look at it. Yeah. Ah, I well, and Watch the video that I did with that pity where I got a little emotional in it. There's a video Wait, that I did with the pity the, when I was standing in the, the driveway. One? Yeah, it was a late, late, more recently. Yeah. Last week. More recent. Oh. Yeah, it was last week. It was like, Todd, it was a dog that I was working with. It was was a pity who had been through the fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, and the guy, the Amazon guy came. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that was one where I literally in the moment caught myself. I started getting fired. I'm saying like, this is a guy and like, I, I, you know, it comes like, it comes full circle because like we dedicate our lives to this. I'm trying to help. I I have a special thing with that breed. I work with so many of them. So I'm saying like what people are doing to this breed and how they keep wronging it. And I found myself, that face, by the way, I just made is like when I start really fucking getting like, so I'm like, start doing this. I'm like, I don't know these fucking, and I go, ah, caught myself. I My did old see self that. just came flying in when was ready to be fucking the guy from Jersey Shore and let's go fucking fight at the bar again. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's how we're going to deal with it and fight. But that's not going to do shit for the world. They're going to say this guy's anger. He's not, I'm not going to listen to him. So I called myself yeah. and that's a matter of all it is, just seeing it. And then, okay, Steve, so what do I have to do about that after that? I'm like, yeah. I don't think anything. I think you just look at it and say, I caught, saw it again. I saw it again. I realized that's not me. No. That's conditioning and that shit from the past and from other people. And that's your growth too, though, because you put in that work, lack of better word. And realizing right. that we're all connected. So if I go to fucking hurt yes. you and go after you and say, oh, yeah, you don't know how to walk a dog yet. And you're da, 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 oh, whatever. I'm hurting myself because we're all connected. I may not feel well, also, it. I may not totally feel it in because uh, I'm not aware. I'm not going to feel it. Right. Yeah. But you're feeling yeah. it. You're feeling the anger. You're sharing fucking negative energy. Well, exactly. And you like you guys know from experience that doesn't get anywhere. But also neither do yes men. Like yeah, correct, correct. Coaches, like I, I get insane if I watch like a trainer teaching someone and they're like, "Yeah, good job." Well, why was it a good job? <laughs> can I tell you? Like, can I say one thing? That that yeah. is one of the biggest shifts I made in in working with the clients was getting more and more honest and upfront with them, and the results have like been dramatically better. And I was, and right. that was my own. Damn, I don't know. Am I going to offend them? So then I looked at that shit. Mm. Right. And then for right. me, it was growing up. I didn't want to offend the teachers in school. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to offend my parents. I didn't want to offend things because that could have yeah. created a reaction in people. Yes. That I fucking carried with me my whole life. Yes. I'm telling, I'm telling you that like, I mean, Todd's going to say this, how in the world is Steve saying that this is it now? But I'm just saying <laughs> like, like now I just feel I can be even more so honest. Like there's no um, like blockages. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's authenticity, but like the the anger is gone or retreated or eliminated or dissolved or or becomes in uh, that vibration of anger comes in, but instead of it just coming in and then taking over me and I'm turning to yeah. anger vibration, which starts attracting more anger shit and negativity. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yep. That's it. So once I, once I started, like, it's so interesting. Once I started, just like not doing that stuff is more seeing it and it's like life is yeah. just so much easier. It's just so much nicer, so much better. And then it's not like understanding you're not in control of shit. It's like, Oh, so I'm not in control of anything. So let me just live so this that, life full. <laughs> you know, that's the piece, the control piece that I've been very aware of lately, just in, in aspects in general, you know, that I don't know if you guys have experienced this, that point in your life where you're like, I'm never going to become like my ex mother, like my mother or my father. And then you're like, Oh shit. Um, so and, I was and then you like look in the mirror and you're like, wow, I'm exactly like them. Okay. Anyway, and people yeah, think that's so- genetics. People think that's genetics, <laughs> that, that your behavior is like that because of genetics. And I'm sure there's a layer to it, but in my opinion, I don't know about you, Todd, I think it's substantially behavior. Like it's like yeah. huge into behavior, not so much. Yeah. genetics. Like, of course there's genetics that are like factors yeah. and what are people prone to and all that shit. But because the reason I said that I had, I had a girl who was adopted and she was like, I'm nothing like my biological mother. I'm everything like my mom, my, my stepmom or my whatever adopted mom. Sure. Yeah. It's the whole nature versus nurture thing, right? Yeah. But that's what I appreciate lately is like, give me what you see from the outside, like for me. Cause like you said, I can't see it. I say it to my clients all the time. Like it helps to have 
a different perspective. You can't see the forest through the trees all the time, hardly ever, actually. So the more you have other people, and also other people that you know aren't angry and negative energy, but also not yes men, like you start to recognize that shit. I think once you go inward, you start to, I don't know, it's a whole- Yes, people, that, are, yes, people are just agreeable, and which is, which is another word for avoiding conflict. That's it, which is lack of confidence, by the way. That's uh, agreeableness is also a trait, though. So some people, that's just... Um, it is a trait. It's true. Mm-hmm. You know, we all, everything's, everything becomes just habitual over time. Um, there's, a, there's different levels of agreeableness. There's the people that you can tell are just... A, they have an agreement to what they're saying, and it, and it becomes the shield, the avoidance that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people are just genuinely sweet people that put others first. Yeah, and, you know what I mean. Um, and I think there's that layer of agreeableness that that's just like an innate deep kindness. Are you ready? You ready? You ready to potentially get canceled? So there are studies that show that the feminine is more agreeable than the masculine. How wild is that to think about, right? So the feminine is more agreeable than the masculine. It's not a coincidence that we may have eighty percent female clients. Mm. You can say that, or feminine clients, I should say. Let's put it that way. It's also female, though. Yeah. It's female. But, like, what, but that's the, it's the craziness of society nowadays that we can barely even talk about that. I don't give a fuck. I'll talk about it because oh, I know that people are going to come to TCW. I know people are going to come here because people are going to see this and be like, that's right. This is like, this is the, what you, they're saying makes total sense. You have like your own case study here. Yeah. It's like, like you know what I mean? We're being, lo- it's, it's just logic. We're not trying to make it something. This is all through observation. Oh. Uh, Listen, hold on. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. What the hell's going on there? What is that? We, what is he he's doing? Dreaming. He's dreaming. He's dreaming. Oh, he's dreaming. Oh. He's either chasing something or he's playing. With, I don't know. It'd be amazing. Like, what is he dreaming about? Yeah. What is going through that? I don't thing? even get me started on that. I've been That's thinking. Dreaming with what? With dogs or people? Both. My, you want to know my opinion on dreaming with people? Yes. I think it's just an extension of the chatter and thinking that goes on that just continues on into night. And then you're because there's no more input at night anymore, mm-hmm. it's grabbing the events of the day, the other day, and this, and saying, I'm going to keep thinking and creating these fucking things. What do you think about that? I'm, a, I'm, on, I'm on the fence. What about, what about when, like, a this is, see, now this is going into beliefs. Like, recently, I... I feel I had my old dog, Jojo, who I had not thought about at all, randomly show up in my dream. He was a Roddy and he was really old in the dream. And in real life, he died when he was three and he just showed up in my dream. So I was like, cool, Jojo's here to aid me on. I don't know. That's just my. I I think it's a little bit of everything. Exactly. Um, I was going to say, whatever, it's a combination of all that. Well, you know, if you think about right now, let's just say you went out and went on a drive somewhere. Your brain is collecting so much information, but it's not necessarily processing all of it, but it's collecting it. And then your brain organizes at night, you know, itself and things. So a lot of people believe that what's happening is a lot of the things you took in are just kind of falling in different places. And so for some reason, the green lizard lizard from the Geico board is now sitting down having dinner with, you know, somebody from a Chili's commercial. And and, and then sometimes I think it's, it's, we're trying, our brain is expressing feelings. Yep. You know, I've had some dreams that, uh, you know, if I sat down, I'd be, I'm really curious about the, the repetitive dreams that obviously I think are obvious 
displays of something, yeah. you know, some right. type of emotion or some type of thought that, right. you know, either you're, it's too much of it. Or you don't want to face it. Who knows? But I mean, from a dog though, that was like, what is he doing? He sounds like, oh, looks that's like what's fascinating to me is the dog, like the dog dreaming thing. That's more fascinating to me because yes. I think the human thing is like, there's a little yeah. bit of like something that I can put, cause I am human. We're human. So we can kind of like, yeah, that could be like a combo of those things. Yeah. To a dog who truly is in the moment. You're like, the yeah. fuck are you doing dude? Like, I felt that too. Like, what do you? It was really the most like weirdest moments that made me think, how does a dog actually go through the day? Like truly go through the day and how yes. crazy, like, reality is bent as I was at uh, a hardware store and I had Mr. Pickles with me and there was a, um, a, a big pet door. It was a, you know, like a screen door that had a big pet opening and there was a, a big sticker of a dog on the door. And mm. when he looked over and saw it, he walked over to it and he went to do like a, a smell ritual and he went to move yeah. around it. And then you could, he went like this, he moved it, Like he went back, like, wait a second, this isn't real. Like it went, oh, no way. imagine something going from real to not real in a moment. I mean, that's what like our psychiatric issues are based on. So yeah. something like, he's like, Oh look, that's it. Wait, that's not there. And, yeah. So I'll constantly be going through that in a dog's life. And that's why earlier when you said smart, think about that. That's why I really want people to be cautious about the pressure. They And I know it's not conscious, but right. they just do weird things. And yeah. they're hanging on to reality sometimes. I think that yeah, you know, that's why they're so easily effed up with us. Because we yeah. don't have that small sensitivity like we're talking about, like a sticker. A yeah. sticker. Yeah. Right? Next time somebody tells me their dog is smart, I'm like, look, my dog got fooled by fucking sticker and love. <laughs> your dog is, but mine's not real bright. Um, I got a quick question, although it can be a big conversation for both of you. I have to go in like 10 ish minutes. Have you guys heard of the Enneagram? What? The Enneagram? Enneagram? It, yeah. I feel, like I, no. I feel like we heard about this. Yeah, what is no, it? Sure. I, I think I mentioned it briefly a couple of years back. It's, um, I'll give you some names, but basically what it is, it's a premise that there's nine different, just go on this, nine different personality types, and then there's subtypes of that. And the whole point in figuring out what type you are is to grow from it um, kind of thing. And I'll, I'll give you some names. You can look it up. But I did the typing thing, and I got really big into it. And I felt I learned a lot about myself. And it did help me, like, grow in different areas and stuff. So that's just another tool I've been using along with, like, different people that like not just in the dog world, like people in the dog world, horse world, um, like Eckhart Tolle, uh, Matt Kahn, even Pink, like the singer Pink, like she's a huge person for me because the confidence thing, right? So like I take from different people. Um, I did want to ask you both, like what, what would be your main either piece of advice in the dog walking thing or in the confidence building thing or any generic piece of advice you'd have for me going forward? Um. So, you know, you mentioned early on in the conversation that you, you considered yourself a back. So you need to practice front thing. Got it. So I'm a big, you know, a big believer in, in, you know, the opposing force type of thing. And so, yeah. if, if, and I don't know what that means to you. I don't know what your definition of I'm a back means, but to mm -hmm. me, it means that you're, you're less likely to step into a conflict. You're more likely to move away. Uh, your brain is more inclined to move back than forward. And, and that means that you need to train your brain to move forward. And it can be a million things. It can be martial arts. It could be self-defense type of things. It could be going and shooting guns. It could be oh, I want to do that. going and destroying things. It's something that makes you want to move forward. Uh, there's there's um, an animalistic immediate understanding to those directions that we tend to move. 
And and if you're going to work with animals, I, I think as like as Steve's description, a predator. Yeah, you, you need sure. to have at least if it's not innate, you need to have a practice of how to move forward. You need to you know you need to know how to present yourself in a way that there is elements of front to it. Right. And that would be mine. I, I, to double down, like as I'm looking at Thank Todd you. talking, I look behind his right ear or left ear, whatever you call it, and there's that big heavy bag back there. Yes. I don't know if that's a thing, if that's something, but I found, and me and Todd talk about this a lot, of not only is it the mindset that comes with martial arts, but also the, the body mechanics that come with, with it, which is very similar to the body mechanics of leash walking and all that stuff. You're learning how to use the body and move left, if, right, yeah. back, forward. Amazing. Watch dogs play or fight in super slow-mo and their <laughs> understanding of movement and distance and range and reach and, and the way that they're, it's a very matrixy thing. And I think people don't really honor the physical element of being with a dog um, and, the, and the balance and, and the movement and everything. And it's over time, you learn to move like a pro or an amateur, you know, and, yeah. and the, yeah. is, the more equipped you are to, to be stable and move forward. Those things, I think, paid gigantic dividends. I think it's huge. And it's also like something that just came to my mind with all this, and this is, again, like could get a little political, but whatever, is how Joe Rogan right now is the one who's trying to be canceled, right, by everybody. They're trying to go after him and call him all these things and all this, right? I believe that his background in martial arts, psychologically, mm. is what allows him to deal with all this pressure that's coming at him, hardcore, and pure calmness. No doubt. I mean, look, right. I saw something. They said the video that I saw, I, I fucking lost it laughing, but, but because I, I just have so much like respect for somebody who's like getting so much bullshit attacked at him. And then all of a sudden it's like, so how are you dealing with this Joe? And he posts a video of him laughing hysterically at a dessert. That's a flaming dessert on the thing. He goes, I send people this video him and his friends are laughing their ass off. He goes, plus I'm on mushrooms. That's how I'm dealing with all this. <laughs> And it's like, and think about that. Think about that. The person who he's in laughter, he's in joy, he's calm, he's confident, he's loving. You see all the people who are coming out talking about him, what they're all saying yeah. about him, right? The people who actually know him. So it's yeah. interesting to me. That that was the real interesting thing to me to see. And I believe that's a big factor in it. It's, I believe it actually really has helped me mixed martial arts or just martial arts in general, whatever it is, right. of understanding the body, understanding the mind. Why am I afraid to punch this bag? How come, wow, I can't even move forward without falling. I didn't even realize that about myself. It's a great thing to have. And not to mention, look at the asset. It's like the body mechanics, the mindset, but then you have self-defense for your life too. And it's not such a bad thing to have as a female in 2022 right now. Yeah. And I heard the girl on the last podcast last week say something about um, being small physically. And she was thinking outwardly with you guys about like, oh, maybe that's why. I have some fear and I had never thought about that before. And I'm also small, but it just kind of opened my mind. Like, I don't know, maybe that's the thing. As animals, we know when yes. we're safe and we're not. And if, right. if you find that you've gotten yourself habituated to feeling unsafe, that triggers anxiety. Yes. And so being able to have a, a, a an internal sense of safety, knowing that you can keep yourself safe, Yes. That, that, I mean, ultimately that's what confidence is. It, and this is just an extension of it. Right. And I think it, I think it, it's extremely helpful. I mean, even just on my own journey with this and knowing thoughts and feelings from, you know, being younger and so forth. Yeah. Can I say one thing and too? It's the, the, the one thing you said earlier, Chris was about being yeah. alone. And 
like in general feeling alone yeah the feeling of alone yes yes and how yes, many yes, people yeah. are in my opinion are terrified of that I think it's a because look at what I'm saying by that, right? Because when you're alone, you're with yourself. Yeah. I'm not saying be lonely. I'm saying be. I know. Can you be alone with yourself? Because I can be alone and with a lot of fucking people. That's the way I mm -hmm. see it. I mean, I can be alone in myself. You're not people. <laughs> Would you say that? You're around a group of people. I can be standing there and be quite alone. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> no, but. I Right? I it's get true, what you're though. saying. So it's alone. My point is at the end of the day, we're alone in this thing. We're an energy that's that, yeah. we're an alone energy that's one. We're alone at the end of the day. It's an alone thing. So my point is get comfortable with being alone. That's, well, that's in my opinion. Like you people don't understand this. Like, yes, I'm a very social guy. I love happy I have, like people over. We do shit, fun, all the fucking I love being alone. It's something that I, I have so much appreciation for when I get the chances to be alone or be alone with my dogs because they're truly in the moment. So I don't have to worry about the yeah. distraction of like, you know, thinking and bullshit coming in. So being alone and being with the self to be able to, because that's what you said early on was the hardest thing for you is like to sit in, sit in silence and be alone, which yeah. means you have a hard time sitting with yourself. Right. Right. Which means you have a time, which is, means that you don't have a full, uh, the understanding of life just yet. Which is, yeah. Not, but to me, that shouldn't be like, oh no. That should be like, no. That's fucking amazing because yeah, life is about growth. I'm either growing or dying. And therefore, that since I don't know everything, I can grow for the rest of my life, which means I'll live a full ass life. And then find yourself around people like me, Todd, the TCW people, who are not going to shame you, judge you, go after you, yeah. talk shit about you. Ah, look at what she can't do. And da, 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 da. Yeah. the ones who are going to yeah. fucking keep it real with you and tell you, yeah. all right, so this is the real deal. This is what I'm, do you want my honesty? I love you enough yeah. to have this honest conversation with you and tell you the fucking truth. You yeah. see what I'm saying? That's, that's the that's real shit. That's the thing for me of like, I love, that's love to me is, is being a hundred percent. I agree. If I bullshit you, am I, do I love you? Uh, no. And it, cause that's not helping. That's right. It's bullshit. I'm doing it's it because I want bullshit. to avoid conflict. It, yeah, exactly. It's I'm not willing to have that level, put that level of effort in with you. So I'll just avoid it and tell you you're doing a good job with the, with coming yeah. from the image of I'm a good person. Because I said you're a good yes. job. I didn't make you. Yes. I didn't make you feel some way. Yes, and the being alone thing also, to me, like transitions right into intertwined with building the confidence piece, right? Because as that? you're thinking about it, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think like even just doing the dog walking thing. I know myself, and this is my growth area. If I had like, I even say to my best friend back home in Ontario, I'm like, dude, if you were here, if I was there, like, let's do it. That would be. And I have zero hesitations because I'm not alone, right? Like I go to the barn and train young horses or whatever. If I'm alone, I'm like, oh, like my anxiety goes up. Admittedly, I'll do way less. If there's people there, I feel like the shit. Like it's the energy. Like it, it's just a confidence. So that is my work. That's that's it. Yeah. So you see it. Yeah. Thank you, guys. This is amazing. I really appreciate that. Um, so I do what are you going to do? So what are you going to do? What am I, what am I going to do? What, I don't know what to do first. <laughs> See, right now I'm just on a high of excitement of like eyes being open and growth areas. Okay, that's great. So that's great. Though. Tangibly, tangibly, after like I get off this computer for the day today, mm -hmm. after I take him out, I'm going to come home and not turn on any media and set like a period of time for that. I like it. That's going to be my today's step. I set a period for what? What are you going to do during that time? I could read. You could, but what are you going to do? Yeah, it's a good book. 
Real good book. Is it? Yeah. It's uh How did you work, Dr. She's, Nicole? She's called yeah. the holistic psychologist, Todd, on, on Instagram. She's actually really good. Like like she someone had mentioned her on one of my posts and was like, yeah. Oh yeah, you sound like the holistic psychologist with the stuff you're saying. Yeah. And she commented, huh? Jojo has talked about her. Before. Yeah. And she caught the girl actually commented on my thing and said that she's like a huge fan of Caesar and shit. So maybe we oh, could do shit. something. We could, we could, we could connect. Oh, if you get a TCW for the mental health field, I would because- love oh, that shit, dude. Get her. Can I say yeah. something else, by the way? It is, is something that you don't have to go to. Like, look, I don't understand. I, I don't I have the understanding of this part, but why people won't put this work and do this stuff. And they wait until some big event happens in their life, some horrible event. And then they're like, fuck, yeah. I need to make a change, right? They, they yeah. go to like like addiction. They go to um, the full depression, anger, fights, jail, all this shit. And then it's like, oh, fuck, I got to do something, right? Yeah. So the, when I say this stuff and when Todd's at me and I've been through shit. Todd's been through shit. Yoa, who's that? Been through shit. The trainers there have been through shit. Caesar, oh my God, he's been through some shit. So that's why, in my opinion, we're not fearful to go to these places with people because we've been there. Yeah. And I'm not scared to like, um, I know that it's one that's going to be, it's, it, look, this stuff can be uncomfortable for sure. It's uncomfortable for me sometimes to like, look, and let me say something to you, Todd, is that when Todd came in, something that I noticed very early on was that, I, that, that has actually really helped me in my career is watching how direct Todd can be at times with people where I found myself, Steve, the big fucking tough guy from New York, dancing around subjects because I didn't want to offend. I didn't want to go there and have those real things, right? Yeah. So that was the truth. But, but I had an image of I'm a tough guy. Yeah. So that right. image couldn't be broken because that's what I lived life with. And that was my certainty in life, my control of what I, everything was safe and everything. Da, 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 da. In reality, yep. total fucking delusion or illusion, whatever you want to call it. And I was living yep. in a basically la la land, sleeping, not aware of anything fucking life. So what I'm saying for you is enjoy this process. You're alive. Yeah. You're unfortunately in Canada, but you're alive. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you're alive. You have your health. You have an open mindset. You've survived all the shit you've been through now. Yeah. So you're here now, and now you have a full life ahead of you. It's fucking amazing. You're open-minded, and the open-mindedness to be able to look at this. Look, and again, you had the courage to come on here. You made a tremendous growth in two years. We have to create a world like this that, that people are able to feel safe with people other humans and not feel like ready to be attacked. And I would tell the people who have been okay. attacked out there and get shamed and all that shit, bring that shit to me and Todd, come shame us. Cause we know ourselves. Let's see yeah, if exactly. these people know themselves who are fucking going after people and putting them down. Exactly. I, me and Todd will. And the thing is people say, what are you guys going to do to them? We're going to literally expose them psychologically mm-hmm. to see who they truly are, which means we're not really doing anything, but just showing them who the fuck they are. Yeah. And that's what they're yes. angry about. That's what they're terrified yes. of. That's what they're fearful yes. of. Not you. They're, they're, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. Yeah, not us. They're fearful of that. So if they're honest with themselves, that's the real case. Yeah, you guys are peer supporters. I don't know if you know it, but you are. What does that mean? <laughs> peer supporters, it's based off lived experience, number one. Okay. And meeting someone where they're at, you're not, you're not telling them what to do. You're meeting them where they're at and supporting them where they're at, but it's based off of lived experience. So therefore the person's going to take you more seriously and you're expiring hope, inspiring hope and role modeling that. Wow. So listen to this one, Todd, that just popped in my head with that was 
when Caesar, I don't know how much if he shared this publicly, but when when Caesar committed suicide, he they he's they attempted. Re, or attempted to commit suicide. They required him to go to a mental health thing. When he was there at the mental health place and recovering and all that, when they were going yeah. to the meetings, all the people who were there in recovery and all that stuff, when the doctors would be there with their white coats and all that shit, they would want nothing to do with them. And all of a sudden, Caesar would start talking, and they would all. And listen to Caesar. And basically, Caesar was putting on his own groups in the fucking thing after he just had almost committed suicide. Just by going, what are you saying? They've been through it. He went through it. Yes, that's that's exactly it. That's exactly. We call ourselves or we're called a complement to the clinical team because we are. We're not replacing them. We're in addition to. We're a complement. But it it's just that there is a piece for everything. You know, there's a piece for the social worker and the psychiatrist and da da da. You know, they're, they're all needed. They all do different things. But without the peer support, like I even said this, I remember being 16 and didn't know the word peer support, but I remember being 16 and being like, I'm so fascinated at how people's brain works. You know, I'd love to help them. But something in me was always like, I wouldn't take someone seriously who just read a book and then preached it at me. So I like, I don't know, instinctively, innately waited and like lived my life and fucked up and had experiences good and bad and then went to school to become an addictions mental health worker when I started to sort my shit out. And now I'm doing what my brain at 16 was like, Hey, that'd be really cool. And it is like, it, it's really cool. Even with me, like with you guys, I'm like, yeah, cool. I respect you because you, you get it. You're not putting me down. You're not, you know, this, that, and the other thing. You're just there and having a conversation and you get it. And it's the coolest thing. So I think about yeah. it. That dog brought you, brought this whole scenario together. Yes. Strong intention. Yes. Another reason that dog came into your life. <laughs> Very totally. nice talking to you. Look at him. Oh. <laughs> He's like, what's up, bro? Yep, all me. I'm just being a dog, fucking killing it as always, you know. He's got the worst life ever. Although I will say I'm going to give us some credit because we had a big storm yesterday. And who was the only people in the neighborhood out last night? That's right. It was us. And then celebrate that shit. Feel like, that's right. I'm the one out here in the fucking cold. When I'm out there chopping the ice and all that, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I go in like, nah, I get to chop this ice at my fucking ranch. Da, 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 da. Put that momentum yes. going. You know what I mean? Yeah, that I'm out here. Too. Even had the mentality, look, people didn't have the courage to get out here. It's cold as fuck out here and there's snow everywhere. And I had the confidence to put my shit on with my dog and go out in this elements and weather. So you're already doing the cold shit already. So you now go, now go take a cold shower. I don't know if I want to do cold showers in Canada. Though, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you and say I'm going to jump on that one, but I will think about it. Yeah. Do so, uh, moderately cold showers in Canada. All right, guys. It's been amazing. I, run, I really don't want to, but I got to go. It's been amazing. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so really much. Appreciate- Keep us posted okay. how it's going. I would like to do at some point like a follow-up and have you on and like, even if it was like a year from now, it'd be so cool yeah. to see like what's sure. going on. Yeah. We're going to do a yeah. uh, reunion with everybody at some point. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, I'll be around. Um, you know, where to find me. Todd, can you, where do we find you? Where do we find your stuff? Your, uh, your website and everything. Uh, ocpacklife.com is my website. Um, I have social media. I haven't posted in forever, but, uh, at Todd Langston is Instagram. Um, and I think I'm just under my name, Todd Langston for, um, okay. Facebook. We got to get you posting some more shit, down. Todd. Got too much good information <laughs> to give. Yeah, seriously, Todd. Yes, thank you. Both yeah. of you gurus. Thank you. You're welcome. Nice. I don't see awesome. it as a guru, by the way, really quick. I just let you know. I don't see it as a guru. I, know. I see it as we're all together and we're sharing together on our life journey. That's it. 
I am not your guru. No offense, yo, a dog guru. I am not your guru. I know, but I appreciate you guys that much. I wanted you to know. All right. Appreciate it. I got to go. God, thank you so much, bro. Appreciate it. Bye, guys. Thank you. All right. Talk soon. Later.